Merry Christ Chrysler. Meh. Matt Crambus. Matt Crambus. Matt Crisis. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa and Boxing Day. Yeah, today's Boxing Day. Happy on, Boxing Day. Yeah. So happy. Uh, I don't know Hanukkah, but I, I that's Hanukkah. We're on day five. I just say it's not over. I know it's no. not over. It's not over. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was. Uh, so I always cook the proteins. Um, for holidays like Thanksgiving and, and Christmas and mm-hmm. New Year's Day and stuff like that. So last two, last year or two years ago, I did a beef Wellington. Mm-hmm. And I did it like full Gordon Ramsay beef Wellington. I was gonna ask, so with did like, you do Gordon Ramsay's beef Wellington? So like with the duca mixture yep. in between, with like the prosciutto ham slices, yep. like the whole nine yards. Everybody fucking loved it. Ah, it was great. So good. Here's the thing: it was the piece of meat that they got when I told my mother like get this size. She got such a big size. You know how like you use one thing of dough to roll yep. it. I had to layer two side by side. Like when you make a mega burrito. Yeah, and I was I was saying I was saying I don't know how this is gonna come out, but you didn't need to get this much. You, you, that sounds expensive. <laughs> it. That's why I was pissed. I was like, you wasted. I mean, you didn't waste money. I'm gonna eat. We're gonna eat the fuck out of this. But still, um, and and this was no different. It was let's do prime rib. Oh, perfect. I love prime rib. Yeah. Prime rib is so easy. It's just salt, pepper, uh, for 24 hours. Bring the thing up to room temp. Blast it at 450 and then let it sit at 325 for 11 minutes per pound. Easy. Take it out. Tent foil on top. Let it rest for 30 minutes. Boom. You're done. Um, the hardest part is the au jus, right? Or mm. if you do, if you have bone in prime rib, um, cutting around that. Yeah. So I divvied up the pieces as like as not as thick as possible. I definitely did an American cut instead of a British cut. Yeah. Instead of the English cut. of So like how thick? Uh, American cut. So like half inch. No, like an inch. Oh, okay. Like, wow. Like uh inch, maybe an inch and a half. Got it. Um, And I was thinking, okay, uh, I, there's nine, there's eight people here. I'm going to be able to get nine slices. Mm. So that means there we can go. all have uh, enough. And then when people were seeing, it was big. <laughs> people were walking through the kitchen to go sit down for dinner and they saw me cutting it. They, like a few of them stopped and they went, ooh, um, could you, is it possible to make them smaller? And I said, smaller. Like I... <laughs> It's it's such a delicate Steak. piece of meat. You can't you can't make like you could do the British cut, right? I don't have a knife for it, yeah. so I was like, ah, uh, like thinness. Like you kind of want the th- a thicker cut, mm-hmm. and they were like, no, it's just that's really big. <laughs> and I was saying, no, it's not. This is a normal size. They're like, no, that's that's really big. And people were cutting the slices I made in half and like splitting it. And it wasn't until I sat down and had a whole one where I was like, oh yeah, this is fucking huge. <laughs> and I was so like meticulous with the with the setting of the slices um i ended up getting like 11 slices out of it instead of nine <laughs> yeah and i think people at total ate maybe six <laughs> and then they divvied up the rest and that's why i was like fuck i should have had prime rib for dinner tonight because i need protein because i did a oh, God. i did a tour day today i went to the gym and then i went to play hockey immediately afterwards so i'm fucking like you mad man yeah at least i'm carved up a bit but yeah um, but yeah long story short uh simple christmas easy christmas um yeah it was actually really it was really good really relaxed how was yours very nice uh i had a swedish smorgasbord uh for christmas eve which is my my immediate family my dad is swedish so it's been smorgasbord is just swedish for lots of food um so we had one of those swedish meatballs 
the Swedish sausage stuff, Swedish mashed potato oh, mixture. All, that all sounds amazing. It was so good. So carby. I'm so hungry right now. I yeah. still need more food. Like I had risotto, seafood risotto, and I had like yeah, I saw that. rice, eggs, and sweet potatoes, and it's still not enough. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, I'm hungry. Uh, Christmas Day, aunt's house, that like kind of a kind of a potluck situation. My mom brought chicken marsala, which I used to hate. Uh, as a kid and now it's it's become one of my favorite things and specifically last night like i couldn't stop eating it i ate until my stomach hurt Oof. um because my cousins who live up in canada they've owned a few restaurants so they're like the chef cousins uh they came down and my mom was like i feel like it needs like a little bit more wine and he like tasted it. it's like i got this he fried up some wine a stick of butter and like a half cup of shallots and made like a reduction out of that and then drizzled it over the whole thing it was insane <laughs> like and the chicken came out so tender you layer it with monster cheese on top it was so good oh, someone man. brought lasagna kind of a weird christmas thing but it was banging we have, lasagna we have lasagna but it's an italian thing yeah so. we're not italian at yeah. all oh actually the family that brought the lasagna their other side is italian so it makes sense <laughs> yeah that's why yeah. um Yes, it was really good. Yeah. They had the, the the cousins from the Canada. They brought like this like half ham serrano iberico ham. iberico ham. Yeah, yeah. With like this kit that came with like a knife and all that stuff. So we were like shaving off pieces of that all night. That was amazing. Uh, and then have that with some wine with some Spanish red. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had like a cousins Yankee swap. Uh, that I was second to last, and those cousins brought another one of those for the Yankee swap. So I ended up going home with that. Went home, looked it up online to see like what the deal is uh, with this, and it's like a hundred thirty bucks. And I was like, "What the hell happened to the it's, twenty dollar limit?" It's usually that per pound. Yeah, like, Costco has one right now. It was from Costco. Oh, it's more than that then. Really? Oh yeah, the Costco one right now. I the think... one I looked at, like I have a screenshot of it from Costco. I believe it, it, it was it was like a hundred bucks. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's from inabuggy.com. That's not Costco.com. Well, below it it says Costco. <laughs> There's a little drop down that says Costco. It's a uh, Noel deboned half Serrano ham, demi jambon Serrano. No, that's uh, French. You ready? Two Col- kilograms. Here you go. Covab jamon iberico belota ham leg with stand and knife, fifteen point four pounds. Five hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Fifteen four point four pounds. This is two kilograms, so like four, maybe five pounds. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so uh, it's thirty-four a bucks a pound. Yeah, uh, that's Costco yeah, pricing. It's, it's this one's a little less than thirty-four bucks a pound. Yeah, I am jazzed. I was gonna say the Costco one is like half a grand. Yep, <laughs> I got invited to a uh, to a New Year's Eve party. Nice. <laughs> I was like, you guys will not be disappointed. I'm gonna get some cheeses and crackers and like Ooh. fruit spread. Ooh. And uh, I don't know what else goes with that. Figs. Uh, what are you trying to do? I don't know. Prosciutto crackers, charcuterie. I was gonna say you're gonna do a charcuterie. Yeah. Uh, you don't need figs. You could do figs. What? What um, else? I don't know how to do this. I've uh, just gone to place and said, "Oh yeah, meat plate. <laughs> Give me that." Just get um, just get just just get cured meats and, and cheese. That's really honey. all you need. What honey? You don't need it. All right. I mean, you could do honey and figs. Yeah. You don't really need honey with cheese and i mean you could it depends on the cheese like honey and brie would go well figs yeah. and brie go well it depends on the wine like mm. certain whites and certain reds go well with stuff got it that's a fun thing to do um uh, i did that with one of my best friends and his wife they came over they brought two bottles of wine i had two bottles of wine and i made a big like 
wine pairing spread with like mm. figs and like dark chocolate with uh, pomegranate and, and cheese and stuff like mm. that. And it was fucking great. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Nice. Well, speaking of holidays, yes. look what we have in front of us. I can't believe we actually went through with this. <laughs> well, it was because you kept, you said we, we're going to keep it cheap. Yeah. Right? You so, kept it cheap. So I'm going to, so here, let's, I'm going to stand up. And I also, you're coming to me now. I also warned you, I literally okay. gave you a toy. Like, I don't know okay. what this is. I gave you, okay, so, uh, do you want to go it's first? It's cylindrical. This is my house. You and, go first. And rigid. You, you open first. You open <laughs> yours first. Oh, tissue paper. Ooh, water bottle. Mmm. Thermal flask. This thing is fucking massive. Yes. <laughs> that is to aid you in your journey in fitness. Thank you. That keeps things cold or hot for 24 hours. That's awesome. Has a wide mouth for easy filling. Rubber. Has a rubberized bottom so yep. it doesn't fall over easily. That is roomy in there. Yeah. And <laughs> That's it's, awesome, dude. It's got a wide mouth so it's easier to put ice in if you like to keep things cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the little the little spout, so yep. you can like sip sip instead of having to like uh, like yeah. widen widen your mouth. And exactly, it. and like like Nalgene bottles do. Beautiful. I love the color too. Yeah. It's like a light forest green. <laughs> I it's figured like you would like green. I figured you would like it. Yeah, I nice. love it. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna use it. Yay! My sister also to help me in my exercising quest got me a water bottle. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, this fuck. one's smaller, so it'll be great for like other things. Like if I go like hiking or something, and I want to take like a smaller water bottle. It's also that video that I just showed you in the kitchen. If anybody watches Bon Appetit on YouTube, I'm obsessed with Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. What you say? Bon Bon Appetit. <laughs> Bone? bone bone is what you said that's why i'm bone like, appetit bone appetit i was like because in my head i heard i thought b-o-n-e bone bone, bone ape tit bone appetite <laughs> bone appetite anyway i'm obsessed with brad leone he makes like he you i think you'd get a kick out of him he's a I've huge goofball i've watched him yeah um but he says that whoever edits his videos makes fun of the way he talks all the time because he has a really thick new jersey accent so anytime he like uh, 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 stammers they actually write out his stammering on screen water. and every time he says water he says water so it's w-o-u-r-d-e-r and my sister got me a water bottle that says water on it <laughs> And I love well, it. You don't have to use that for fitness. You can use that for anything. But I'm going to use it for a lot of things. This actually might be my desk water bottle. There you go. Because uh, I have a Nalgene that I took the cap off because I hated opening it and closing it and opening it and closing it. But I wanted to keep the cap for times that oh. I need the cap, and I lost the cap. So there you go. And this has a little spout, so it'll be perfect. Yes. And that will keep it cold if you're stuck uh, stuck at the desk. Yes, exactly. Love so it. Nice. Good. Uh, do me a favor. Give yours, give yours a little shake into the microphone. <laughs> I hope that picks up. <laughs> of course it picks up. I hit the fucking mic stand, the mic with it. <laughs> um, because of is, your deep, deep obsession. <laughs> it is uh, a Lego Overwatch kit with Diva and Reinhardt. <laughs> it's a... Communist Chinese Party. <laughs> I was Lego gonna say, kit. like, I'm glad we're fully supporting China again. This yeah, is 100%. Uh, this is nice. Yeah. Um, thank you, man. <laughs> this is cool because this will go on the new desk I'm gonna be getting. Sometime That's right. In the next... I actually thought about that. Yes, and, <laughs> it's like uh, sweet desk ornament. I already have a Widowmaker, and I have a May somewhere. I have May over here. I have a Widowmaker. Oh, I so you a, support Hong Kong a little bit with the May? I have a bobblehead. Yeah, <laughs> bobblehead Chewy. Uh, I have a 
3D printed Junkrat. Nice. Uh, thanks to Scam a lot. Yep. Um, so thanks, man. This is this is nice. Also, I, I haven't played with Legos since I, I was single digits. So this will be fun to like touch <laughs> that part of my lifestyle. Again. Yeah, that's like, really cool. Flex that part of your brain for a little bit. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. Merry I'm, Christmas, man. I'm actually like it looks really complex. It's uh, if they did a really good job. It like looks I was really complex. I love uh, oh. now that I've way gotten back into Lego, like finding like, oh my god, that's such a cool building technique that they use those pieces in such a new way. Yeah, yeah. To, like make that shape and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, thanks. Happy holidays, bud. Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad that's we really did cool. that. Yeah, <laughs> nice. We mm. should give each other gifts every week. <laughs> I was actually looking at a gym bag for you. It was an Adidas bag. The problem was it was like 25 to 35 bucks. Too much. Yeah, and I was like, oh, we said it was like 10 bucks max. I've been using a uh, one of those like recyclable grocery bags. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I could probably find you an extra bag. I have yeah. enough fucking bags. I, I want like a, I think I actually have one. Just like a thin like parachute material backpack. Oh, yeah, I have one, like a little knapsack thing. Yep, yeah, something light that you could just slam. Yeah, the, that's all the, you need. Yeah, that's exactly. That's you fucking need. Um, yep. Yeah, dude, awesome. That's really nice. I need to bring deodorant to the gym. That's something I need to add Ooh. to my bag. Because I went today after work to kill time before coming here. I fucking reek, so I apologize. I don't smell anything. All right. Oh, speaking it's, of, I should put... I, 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 light a christmas candle yeah please. i actually noticed that you didn't today and i was like uh oh he picked a bad day <laughs> to to give up that tradition I'll just light it. it's fine. um it's fine. It's i uh dude i worked out for like an hour and 10 minutes today i don't know if you saw if you get my watch activity notifications uh, my watch died after an hour into hockey got it the battery just <laughs> because i did i did my gym workout and then oh, i did hockey yep. as a workout and then my battery was getting drained yeah because also i'm in the cold and batteries as you know yep. hit the cold so exactly just, my 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 uh watch got beat the fuck up on that end yeah but um no i didn't see it uh it, i almost threw up <laughs> hey good <laughs> I, for found, you, I found my limit so good that's good i literally had the feeling of like i'm never doing this again and i was like no you know what i went way well, too hard what did today. you do i did 10 minutes basically sprinting on an elliptical um, like I walked from my office to my car with like, I brought, I got brought home a bunch of stuff from work. So it was like heavy. So I was like hiking to my car. Yeah. And it was basically like a half mile and it was brisk. So I considered that my warm up, and then like walked all the way back into the gym, which is like on the other side of the building. So I probably did like a mile walking from my, uh, whatever. Um, and then got changed got in there and i was like i'm all i'm like i'm warmed up let's do this so i just sprinted for 10 minutes straight uh and after like three minutes is when i kept like checking my watch every 30 seconds I'm i was like, just like 10 right, minutes is a long time dude it was long <laughs> that, it's a, it's a, that's a long time like yeah for cardio that's yeah to go hard in cardio yeah it was like not that's super that's hard pretty rare you don't because sprints are supposed to be short intervals yeah that's why they do Tabata sets. You know what Tabatas are? No. You probably have heard of them or done them and didn't realize the name. <laughs> Tabata sets are when you do eight sets of uh, exercise, but mm -hmm. the sets are done in in like time intervals. So you do 20 seconds of activity yeah. with a 10-second rest, then 20 Ooh. seconds of activity and a 10-second rest, okay. and 20 seconds of activity and a 10-second rest. And the idea, it's a high-intensity... So activity four times and rest four times? No, you do activity eight times. Oh, okay, and rest eight yeah. times. You just rest in between. Yeah. But um, the idea is uh, it's hit. It's high-intensity like interval training mm -hmm. so h-i-i-t 
That's one of the uh, Apple Watch workout suggestions, yep. high-intensity interval training. Yeah, yeah. And I actually was reading a, a really sm- like crazy article about the fact that somebody was like, hit is bullshit. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Hit is pretty intense. But the article made sense. They were talking about the fact that actual high intensity is not achieved by the majority of people who do it. Mm. They taper off after the third or fourth set and yeah. because they don't hit that intensity level. They're not really performing the hit intervals. You need to keep the intensity, but that's really hard. You need to like kill yourself by the eighth one. It's really hard. The yeah. only thing that's ever like put me on the ground, like gasping for air, killing me has been, uh, acid baths and, uh, just the air bike in general. Mm. Um, the air bike, you've probably seen that the thing with the fan and makes a lot of noise when you push it. It's got like push and pull handles and while you pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't yeah. know if you've ever done that as hard as you can. No, I've never For, done that. Yeah. Uh, it gets harder the more energy you put into it because it just... More resistance. It just hits more. So yeah. you're just working up a hill the entire time. Yeah. Um, that's death. I call it the pale horse. That's death. Uh, <laughs> or horse. acid baths. Acid baths are... Oh. Hello. Acid baths are <laughs> acid baths are just like really difficult. It's a uh, it's a new thing I've picked up on. It's um the goal is to complete everything under five minutes. You do a five hundred meter run. Yep, you told me about yeah, this. Yeah, Hell, yeah, <laughs> you do five hundred meter row and a thousand meter bike. Yeah, and that's just like I feel like I can't breathe yeah. once I get on the bike. Well, fuck that. Once I like get halfway through the row, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, is this over? I did rowing today too, like yeah. just as hard as I could for a minute i was dead after a minute it yeah. was crazy yeah. i didn't think rowing would be so hard Rowing's hard <laughs> the trick is if you use your legs to pull the majority of the rope uh then i think all you have to do at the end is just do a slight sh- like shoulder pinch yeah like where are you supposed pinch? to get it up to like your your chest your chest so yeah just like pull it to your chest yep. in the back cool that's what i was doing um, it's ooh, a, it's just, i just did a couple of them in the air and my arms are like ooh, hey remember when oh, you worked yeah, out no, earlier no, no. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. So I did the elliptical, nice. and then I did. I'll actually text you what I texted my sister because she thought it was funny because she's like the workout queen in the family now. Ten minutes elliptical, the pull down rope, which is the one where you have the rope with the two balls at the end of it, and you do that. Oh, tricep extensions. Standing. I get. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right. Triceps, triceps in the yeah. back of your arms, um, with like the the rope that's like above your head, and yep. you pull it. Yep. Um, foot pushes. I can't. I know there's a name, and I know I know the name. Like calf raises. No, when you just leg press. Leg press. Thank you. No. Foot push is foot what push. I called it. That's particularly what she laughed at. Uh, press. Crunches, which I'm fat, so I can't get all the way up. So I'm basically just moving you know you forward do, a couple. You know, what you should do instead of crunches. Uh, ankle taps. Uh, you should do planks. And I did planks with her one time. That was planks that was are planks because planks work your back a lot, which yep. is good because that. Helps uh, build the stability, uh, yeah. the muscles for stability. So you can start doing like more like large, uh, large complex movements. Mm. Um, I did. My goal today was, and this is probably why I felt like throwing up after it was do everything until you feel like you're going to die. And that is what you'll do every week. No, oh, it's called am wrapping. What? Uh, yeah. Am wrap <laughs> as, as many reps as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I and like I tried to do it at a round number and I wrote them down each time. So I'm like I could do the I could do elliptical for ten minutes before I like <laughs> and then <laughs> I did 
ankle taps, which is because I'm fat and I can't do a crunch. You yep. just kind of lift your shoulders and you go side to side, left, right, left, right. And I do like each set I count as one. So it's left one, left two, left three. Uh, and I did 30 of those. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I did that. Uh, um, some curls. Um, just this with a bar. I think I did like 45 nice. pounds. 45. That's really good yeah uh and i could do 10 of them at a time and i had to do something else i think i did more ankle taps to give my arms a break and i went back and did another so i just did two reps of 10 Mm -hmm. uh and then shoulder presses that's this one right oh that's bench shoulders up but i'm i'm sitting straight like i'm literally i'm pushing a machine forward that's bench that's i'm benching Mm -hmm. even if you're just Okay. <laughs> what well, this is shoulder press when you push shoulder up? presses overhead, yeah. Oh, okay. I was I'm benching, I guess. All yeah. right. That's an incline. Means. I believe that's seated incline press. Yeah. When you do that. Uh, and it also had kind of like, go up. It had like yeah. a foot like if you're a weak bitch, your feet can help out. So I had like a bar that you could push as well. So I was doing that a little bit. Like towards the end. The which weak is, bitch assist? Is yeah. That <laughs> I think that's what it was labeled. It was the actually called assist bar. The weak bitch assist bar. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to graffiti it next time I go. Tag that shit. I honestly don't think anybody who works out there would care. They'd be like, oh, that's funny. Nah, nobody cares. Um, that's the beauty of the gym. And then I ended with a treadmill. Um... Mm-hmm. Walking at 3.2 miles an hour because that's where I was like, okay, this is like a nice, nice clip. I'm like, no, you know what? Fuck it. 3.2 miles an hour, 15% incline. So I was like up for five minutes and then flat 3.2 miles an hour for five minutes. Then I was done. And then I stood off and like (laughs) six parts of my body were like trembling. (laughs) And I was, I also think what fucked me up was I was doing Gatorade instead of water. And like um, just the sweetness, yeah. My body's Gator- like, nope. So here's the thing: Gatorade is actually basically juice. Yeah, it's got like 24 grams of sugar. It's crazy per serving. If you use it, uh, what they do with athletes, like mm-hmm. when professional teams use Gatorade, they have to cut it in half. So they oh. will do like a giant container. They fill half of it with Gatorade, then they fill the rest with water. Oh, okay. So you still get like you still get a the sh- sugar and the electrolytes. And, and yeah, the, but yeah. in the salt, but they they tamper it got because it. you will actually cramp. I started to cramp when I was walking like the left side of my abs. There's like a here's the here's the number. Here's like a general good general rule. It's hard to beat water. Like water will always kind of technically win. After today, I'm like, what was it? Like I didn't eat before this. Like I ate lunch a while ago and it was fine. I had like tofu um, lo mein, uh, but it was the Gatorade. So I'm, I'm back to water. I'm back to. Hell yeah, bud. Water. Hell yeah, bud. If you ever want to work out with me, nope. Let me. I'm. I got my own thing. I'm good. <laughs> I was gonna say. Let me know. I would love to work out with you, my man. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Um. Yeah, it was great. Nice. Um. And like, I I wrote everything down. So now are that's, you using that app? I'm using the notes on my phone. Use I'm the sorry. App. The no, app is that's perfect. for that's specifically for like lifting, right? No, you can put in any exercise. Oh really? Yeah. All right, I'll do that. You then. just start yeah. workout blank yeah. program exercise plus sign you type in what you did elliptical oh look at all your things today you did week five 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 bench cycle four yes and there's a fist icon i just clicked it i gave you one fist you dapped me thank <laughs> I you i fisted you oh, yeah. um <laughs> thank you um yeah cool um i'll do that and then uh i had to kill more time i also i forgot your gift at home so i had to Drive home. swing over to gramby 
But then you were like, oh, I'm going to be a little late. I'm like, hey, no worries. So on my way back from Granby to here, I stopped at Target, picked up uh, that Switch game, Ring Fit Adventure. My girlfriend plays that. Really? That's a really good game. It has a 9.5 on uh, like a bunch of review sites. It's not only a good game, like, because she, like, she has shown me what she's doing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's really good. That's a really good workout. It's like a legit workout. It's a legit workout. I actually read <laughs> reviews by personal trainers who tested it. And yeah. they were like, this is, I hope, I wish everybody would play this game because <laughs> it's a it's a great way for people to stay on top of their fitness. Yeah. Like the personal trainers were saying, like, I was building up a sweat because it, <laughs> it, 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 it's contextual. Yeah, exactly. So it detects your fitness level. I was like, oh, you're in shape. Okay, we're going to ramp this up a little bit. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you beat that boss really easily. No. We're going to give you a harder boss like, next time. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's – I also uh, – so that's good to hear that, like, personal trainers are like, this is really good because IGN did a review of it, and it was, like, the most – video game playing looking motherfucker you could pick to to, to review this fitness yeah, no, game no, I, I, uh he's like i played ring fit adventure for two weeks <laughs> and he was like i don't like workout games i cannot stop playing it because the R- rpg mechanics are so fun yeah um because uh, uh, the all the stuff i was reading from the fitness side were, were people that were afraid it would be like is this going to be a failed attempt to bring back Wii Fitness? Mm. And then they're like, oh, no, this is better than Wii Fitness. This is a video game. This is a video game that's fun. Mm-hmm. It's interactive and it's engaging. Yep. And it's also rewarding, but it's also hard. Yeah. Like, it also works you. Yep. It's, I'm so excited. You have to strap something to your leg to detect your leg movement. Yep. And it has, you like, pull, the... You squeeze. Like, you, you like, put it over your head. You have to, you have to like, to put it between you... your legs and, use like, do abductor work. <laughs> yep. Like, it's... It, you have to put it in front of you when you squat. Like, it... It's really awesome. I'm very excited. And like the, you could get a, you could use like a bow and arrow in the game. And to yep. do that, you have to like pull it back as a bow and arrow, but you have to do it like a bunch of times. So it's like working another muscle that you're not even real. I'm very excited. That's really cool. I want it to trick me into being healthy. I think that's a great way to get you. into. so like fitness is a lot like uh, playing guitar mm. um, where it's like the first Ooh, like phase of it is super, super painful, like yeah. literally painful. Yeah. You don't have calluses, finger Your muscles yeah. don't have the dexterity to play. Same thing with the gym. Your body's just not used to that work output. Yep. But the second your body acclimates to like, oh, this is something we're going to be doing all the time now, Yep. whether it's guitar or the gym, all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I can just start doing more of this. Yep. All of a sudden now I can play guitar all afternoon. And then like your brain too. And like then your, your brain knows like, up on it, I'm going to warm up with these scales that yep. I know, and then I'm going to kind of get a little funky towards the middle. And yeah. that's the cool thing. And all, next thing you know, like the gym is suddenly rewarding to do when you and then when you don't do it yeah you get mad yeah it's like fuck i want it to work out because i feel good when i work out yeah and that's when it's like oh shit i like i like working out like yeah. that change will happen instead of like oh my god i have to work out it's gonna hurt there's a mental switch where it then goes like oh no i'm i like working out yep so i also and i don't want to get ahead of myself but i i have a little bit of momentum because i'm still celebrating no soda september Good for you. I have not had a soda since August. Good for you. And I've lost 10 pounds since August by doing almost nothing else. <laughs> Other than just not having soda. Yep. And I've, I feel the same feeling that I had like six years ago when I lost 60 pounds where people are like, you look like you lost some weight. And I'm like, yeah, I did. I'm going to lose gonna more. Say, I, was, I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> right away, but I was like, your stomach's not out as much. It's a bit on my stomach. Like when I look in the mirror, it's a little flatter. It still hangs down too far, which is what's, gross. What's well, only been like... A few weeks. I I need more. <laughs> It'll happen. But then, like, I feel like uh, my my face, and I also my beard is back. Thank God, yeah. finally. 
<laughs> but that hides my chubby cheeks. But here's the thing: like your body's gonna all of a sudden ramp up once it's like, oh, oh we're yeah. eating healthy. Oh, we're yep. doing fitness. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, we don't need this weight. Yeah, <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> and that's when yeah. you start getting the wow, you look different. That's yep. when you start getting all those again. What I am worried about this time: last time when I lost sixty pounds, the most noticeable oh, that guy used to be fat was I had big old chicken wing arms. Like, just curtains coming down from my arms. Really? Oh, yeah. It was nasty. Like, you could already see, like, this all here. Oh, dude. I'm just grabbing fat. Oh, dude. And the fat goes away, and it's just skin. Oh, dude. No. That's because you you know what you did wrong? What? You didn't build muscles there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. Replace the fat with muscle. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm in And the... that's what I'm doing this time. You saw there how much, like, arm stuff I was doing. I was curling. I was yeah. doing the... So, here, here are two things that I'm doing right now that mm-hmm. are that are destroying my arms <laughs> do you know what preacher curls are no you know that like that slanted bench thing yeah, yeah. that people stand at if you get a bar like the curled bar yep. and you lean over it with your arms resting on the preacher on like the yep side got it if you let your arms go all the way oh. down all the way up what's that like this muscle right here oh that's your biceps yeah then instead of tricep pull downs put it over your head and do tricep extensions oh, you probably okay. see people do it when like they stand like in a stance and they like pull that's what i did last time but i just held a dumbbell over my oh, head oh yeah no no you want to be down. standing with the rope and you would be like this yeah uh, you'd be like in a stance with one foot in front of the other and you like my triceps hurt now doing this from <laughs> from fucking sunday but you pull with your elbows in a lot of people do this yeah and put their elbows out and you keep your elbows in muscle. And you go forward, and then oh, you dude, twist. I can feel it. <laughs> and then you twist out with the rope at the end. Yep. So you go out, and like hammer out, and then yeah. you twist. Oof. And then you go back. That's down. that's what I'm doing, but down. You do the twist. Yeah. And when if you you're to gonna the do the ones down, you know it's a fun trick. When you come back up, mm-hmm. let go, and then regrip and go back down. Okay. Like each time. Yeah. Why? Uh, because it forces you to re-engage instead of like being static oh, okay. and like cheating yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. Because you like completely release and then you have to build it back up and then yeah. completely release. Okay, so you let go and you grab it. So there's no like mo- there's no momentum you can do of jerking the thing off. <laughs> so like you have to <laughs> jerk in the rope because you'll get to like a rhythm. Your uh, your body will just start getting into like a momentum. Yep. to keep it moving. I but felt if, like towards the end of my reps, I'm like, nope, I'm using like my back and stuff exactly. like that. You got to like. You, Put it down in the start position, let go, mm. then regrip. It's it's kind of like a yeah. trick with push-ups. If you ever did a push-up, here's a trick. When you get to the bottom, take your hands off the ground, then put your hands back on the ground, mean. and then go back. Yeah. <laughs> little good. trick, just yeah. little things, I but like, like it engages. Like Also, when if you do a bench press with dumbbells, yeah. like I do this on inclines all the time. When you press up, everybody just does this. Locks. Makes them click, yep. and then bring them down. You make them touch, and then you squeeze them together. Why? And then, and then you come back down. <laughs> All right. Because the idea is you want as much muscle f- like breakdown as possible. Yeah. It so sounds horrible. You're... You want as much damage as you're possible. You're capitalizing on that second of not moving by yeah. doing a slightly different muscle for a second. Yeah. You want to do as much damage as, po- as, as possible. Yeah. It's like it's, it's legit Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, the Saiyans all want to, they all hurt themselves in training yep. because their muscles heal and they get twice as strong when they come back. Yep, it's exactly. a very exaggerated example of what happens at the gym, <laughs> but that's what happens in the gym. When you do pull-ups, instead of going up and down, when you get to the very bottom, you just completely hang and then you shrug your shoulders back to position and then you pull up. Yeah. Just little shit like that. I think what I need to do, and I might need your help with this, probably off air because we can talk about this 
all episode and we have a big other thing oh, to talk about this big episode. episode i need to like f- sculpt like i need to do specific workouts of like i want to do this i want to do this i want to do like get yeah. this part smaller i want to remove the man tits i want to oh. like blah blah blah. so i need to figure out exactly what my oh you're gonna be if you want to if, if that's the goal you're gonna be sore oh yeah oh yeah you're gonna be sore <laughs> no i know but i need the soul right i'm doing these right the uh, flies yeah, those are flies. That's that's the the titties ones, right? Uh, that's the like the the part right in the Sternum. middle. Sternum. Yeah. So inclines build the upper. I think it's like declines build the bottom, and then flies build the inside. Yeah. If you want that, I also need to do. I like. I want to do like lower lower abs. So I think I need to do like the leg hanging leg raises. Yeah, exactly. Help a lot with that. Yep. So. There's uh the work gym doesn't have any like that thing. The, you can, that do you can pull hang up on. bar. They do. Oh, I could just hang and do it, right? <laughs> I'm gonna look like a fucking no. dumb monkey. Here's a fun. Th- here's a fun thing. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just hanging and doing it, pull yourself up into a pull-up position and, and hold then do it, it, and then do it. See, here's yeah the fault in that logic. I have never in my life been able to do a single pull-up. <laughs> I did. I I did. Oh, actually, I forgot to write that down. I did a couple assisted ones. I'm like, this there isn't fun. I did something else. <laughs> The thing that sucks with pull-ups yeah. is that, like, you have to do them to do more. Like, it's yeah. not like, oh, yeah. I can slowly increment weight to get stronger at this. <laughs> nope. Like, I to started a off... a single one, you have to do one. Dude, I started doing, like, I think five <laughs> to ten. Yeah. Um, And that's all I could do when I first started. And now I'm doing, I think, like, 45 or 55. <laughs> so... It's like, but I had to, it sucks. You just have to do them. Yeah. And if all you can do is one full pull up. I can't. And you can do like one half one. Yeah. Can I do like a quarter? And then like next time I could do like two fifths. Um, You know what you do if you can't do one? Yeah. Uh, that's what the military does. They do a hanging test. So it's how long can you hang in okay. that position? Yeah. yeah. That's it also a great stretch. Yeah. Like nothing feels better than when I hang. I just let it go. Oh, feels really good. I also have, and tell me what I'm doing when I'm doing this, because regardless of how helpful it is, I do it all day, because it's like a, it's also like a fidgety thing. What's that? I have one of those, uh, like, squeezy, like, doing this with your yeah. hands thing. The, and the, you just, the grip strengtheners. Grip strength, yeah. yeah. Is that all, is that just grip? I feel like it's... It's uh, forearm. Forearm, It's yeah, forearm yeah, yeah. and grip, but that's all it is. And, like, I heard circulation. It's better for, like, your hand circulation, especially if you work at a desk all day and you're yeah. just typing. You're going to you want dexterity, that. too, because when you grip the bar or when you hang... Exactly. It's your hands that will... It's like I was saying before with deadlifts. It's like your your hands physically can't hold exactly. that weight. Like, yeah. you need straps <laughs> to hold the weight. Like, your yeah. legs can move it, but your upper body just needs to, like meat hook to it yeah exactly so, your yeah. legs can do it but yeah. your fingers can't <laughs> yeah yeah that's that and that's actually the thing that that limits a lot of people it's dexterity and mobility yeah so it's like oh do a front squat it's like most people can't they don't have the shoulder or wrist mobility to get into a front squat like rack position or it's yeah. like okay do a back squat they can't because they don't have the hip mobility to get to parallel so yeah. they can't do it so they have to leg press like it's a lot of limitations based off of uh dynamics yep you have people's body dynamics cool you know what else is dynamic <laughs> I had a segue. Yo, I want I'm yours. still gonna force it in. I here. want yours. I want yours. It's uh when, <laughs> when you have to do when you just push yourself and like that's that's what you do to be able to do more of them and get more powerful. Like I think you were talking about pull ups. It's like when Kylo Ren was shot in the hip in episode seven and was smacking it to like charge up his dark side. <laughs> no, I I thought that was just to like like fight through the pain like because i've no it was to make himself feel more pain 
oh, which would make angry. him angrier oh, to make yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. dark side powers yeah. more powerful. Pain which needs to I saw that and I nerded out in the theater the first time I saw episode seven. But two more episodes have come out since then, and we've both seen it. So, first, let's let's start off with just the experience in the movie. Yeah, I for, went. I'm so happy you've seen it already. I went on a Monday. I took Monday off. Yeah, I went on Monday at 9 a.m. in IMAX. How was it? So first of all, when I booked the ticket, there was like maybe eight people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect. I have the middle seat of what I want. I walk in at 8.35. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Nobody's here. Wait a minute. There's two people. They're in my row. They're next to my seat. You and, can move anywhere. And, oh, and that's so I'm not dickish. Done. I'm not done yet. <laughs> and those people were, I, I don't know her age, but a infant a child oh, no. and her father with a giant bucket of popcorn and then around me proceeded to enter families with children oh, no. and people no. and i was getting i was legitimately getting angry i you was just fool. thinking i was just thinking it's too early don't get mad just yeah she chews with her mouth open it's okay just don't pay attention to it and it will fade into the background and then the, a family of like six sat right in front of me. And it's one of those like too friendly, too close families that have to like talk and like jive with each other about everything. Mm. And it was like each preview was coming out and they were just like laughing afterwards and being like, oh, I will never see this. <laughs> it was just <laughs> that actually looks pretty good. That, that looks, looks pretty really good. good. Oh, man. <laughs> we well, got to go see that one next. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> oh, I remember the first movie. <laughs> like, was that Tom Cruise? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so that's so I, I was just so I have my hood up. Oh god. And I'm just sitting there by myself and I was just thinking like, oh, if this happens throughout this movie, I will walk out of this fucking theater. Walk out and be like, when's the next showing? I already paid for a ticket, I'm going into this one yes, next. I will I will walk out of this fucking theater right now. But you know what happened? Yeah. When the IMAX intro of like, Welcome to IMAX, here's the countdown <laughs> yeah. until IMAX happens. Uh until <laughs> IMAX happens. <laughs> they all I love it. They all shut up. Yeah, that's right. The only thing, and here's the fun thing: even the little girl next to me, before she was like, "Now, once, once, it, like IMAX is happening," she just started like, she started like chewing softer, <laughs> yeah, like almost like out of awe of IMAX. Whoa, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and thankfully, it was a smooth experience. No talking, no bullshit. Oh, I'm so happy so, for you. Yeah. I was honestly <laughs> so worried. I felt the same worry that you experienced in the theater. So, yeah, that was my movie-going experience, but it was a rocky 27 minutes before things went down. Yep. Longer than that, actually, because I had to sit through trailers where people were just... The dad was on his fucking phone with the lights off and the trailers. Mm. Like, oh, boy. Oh, if you oh, don't put that fucking thing if away. <laughs> you, if you all don't shut the fuck up and stop existing in this bubble, yeah. I am leaving right now. Um, but thankfully, they all... Then the dad went up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. That happens, dude. I went to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. Yeah, I like I peed before I left home, oh. but like I just the, oh no, Kegel baby, back. huh? Kegel that shit. I just I got, fucking clamped down, and I was I, I had to pee too. And guess what? I had forty five minutes to go, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not no, missing a second of this movie. No, I knew I had to pee like forty five minutes in, and I was like, I am gonna pick a time where I feel like I know exactly what's gonna happen in the <sighs> no, scene, and no, it's not gonna no. be. That's not happening. Not so, on my watch. As we recap the entire movie, shot by shot, <laughs> I will tell you when I peed. Okay, All right. but um, and you you loved your whole everybody's dressed up as a Jedi screaming and standing and clapping experience, right? It they're actually it's 
Marvel is unique in that sense. Marvel and Fast and the Furious movies are unique in the sense where it's like a sporting event. Yeah. But Star Wars is just like the one thing I love, and I this happened with seven, eight, and nine, is the a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And everybody shuts up. Yeah. And then just people start clapping because they're like, it's Star Wars. And then just goosebumps and you're like Give me that. Give me oh, that. Yeah. Uh, the roll. I was just smiling the second that happened. I just couldn't. <laughs> I was just like, I couldn't stop. Yep. And then I was. I think I was. I think I was tearing up in the first five minutes be- with the whole. Oh, you know what? Before we get down this. Yeah. Spoiler alert for this episode. If you didn't pick up on the title, this is the spoiler cast review of yep. the Return of uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh man, you you forgot the, the title that I spoiled. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I had tears in the first like five minutes when the Falcon flew up and they were like trying to get the droid stuff going. Uh, so, okay, so and I was like, ah! <laughs> literally spoilers from now until the end of the episode. If you haven't seen it yet, see you next episode. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. L- like, so first of all, do we want to talk about like overall how how do you think it was? Oh yeah, let's start with that. Yeah, um, I loved it. Loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I loved it. I think. They hit every single piece of like super Star Wars fandom that I have. Yeah. With shit they did. Yeah. Whether it was the fact they put up the the you know, the Falcons long range jammer satellite back and they fixed that and that's yep. back to normal. <laughs> I am glad whether you noticed they, the circle satellite yep, was back. They put that back. Um whether they the fact that uh you know, it was um, like Princess Leia was as a Jedi Knight in canon, oh. and they fi- they showed her being a knight, and they showed her with her lightsaber. I was like, yes, on her course. last day of training. Yes, because it, because in the books, that's what they, that's what happened. Luke yeah. opened the temple on uh, Yavin, and then um, he. I'm also he, I'm he, pretty he, sure he, that scene was on Yavin. Yeah, like it was a, definitely like a rainforesty. Yeah, and yeah. then um, he raised he he taught. Leia to be a knight and then she was a knight to her three kids yep. with Han granted there's only one here but yep. um oh. so was, and then the emperor being like uh resurrected that's something that's always been happening I almost books. spoiled to you that the emperor was in it when we were I think the last episode we were talking about like Star Wars Star Wars Star Wars and I almost said the, the end of each trilogy Palpatine is the bad guy <laughs> Like yes. in episode three, Palpatine goes full emperor. So, in episode so, six, you actually fight, or Luke actually fights Palpatine. And I almost spoiled that he was a nine. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was surprised, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like upset because, again, in the comic books, there's a whole arc of how they find out that Palpatine has a planet surrounded by star destroyers, mm-hmm. where he's been. He, 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 we find out he's the only person with the Force who's been able to maintain his essence to be resurrected yeah and he's been building clones on this clone planet yep. to try to get back into the bodies but pretty much a, what happened it's a failing process and each body decays faster and faster and faster so he can never fully find a, uh, a host yeah you know and that's when he corrupts uh, that's when luke goes to the dark side in the comic books to try to like be a double agent to get in there and all mm-hmm. this other shit but um so how'd you like him being back I wasn't like, oh yay, Palpatine, but I was like, oh cool, Palpatine. Oh, oh shit, they went with. <laughs> but like when the second I I heard his voice, I was like, that's 
Palpatine. That's are Ian they actually? <laughs> yeah. But, but my first thought was, are they going down the he resurrects himself path? Because I immediately thought of the comic book. I yeah. immediately thought of. So you thought it was going to oh. be like somebody else playing like the essence yes. of Palpatine. I thought it was somebody fake playing it. But yes. then when I was like, they turned. Which, by the way, they portrayed him awesome. Holy so- crap! <laughs> awesome. His voice. Every time oh. he spoke, it that like cut out all the other sound. Yeah. And you just hear his like his yeah. deep voice. It was like rumbling the seats that I was in. It's so oh cool. my god! And, and just, like you couldn't even tell where his voice was coming yeah, from. Yeah, and then he turns around. His eyes are like milky white because he's like a he, failing. He's clone. a corpse. Yeah, he's a failing clone. It's yeah. just oh, I don't oh. think he was a clone. I think that was his corpse that his spirit was inhabiting. Really? No, because his his body blew up in uh, Return of the Jedi. I mean, we don't know necessarily that it blew up. It went down the thing, and then a bunch of blue lightning came out of it. I assume it blew up, but okay. I mean, it, he could be a clone. We know he made a bunch of clones of Snoke, which exactly. that was then, a very short little. But that's, oh, by the way, this is what Snoke was. <laughs> but that's why I was thinking, like, oh, so he was a because pro- there's so there's um there's two things that the that this trilogy this this what is this called the Skywalker the the, the whole nine movies no just the the, the latest, sequel trilogy so the sequel trilogy does a thing where they address two like force myths. Uh, force myths force cannons like one is force projection which was like mm-hmm. at least in the history of star wars only known to be used by one sith lord who was able mm-hmm. to do it and they used it in the war to project like fear because they were like oh here comes four times the size of the navy that you thought was coming to fight you and it's oh, like oh retreat run and reality was just a force projection yeah but he, he was the only one who was able to do it mm-hmm. actually luke is just as strong and yeah he was able to do it It was like oh shit <laughs> luke could do it oh fuck yeah. and then it was uh this it was like oh emperor palpatine his it's true like at least they're playing with that that idea that his essence doesn't fully leave because he's the only one who's mastered that. Yeah. Because he always said, I will be the last Sith Lord or blah, blah, blah. Yep, exactly. Um, And I thought it was cool. I initially, I've seen it twice. Well, what did you think of, what did you think? You didn't, you haven't told me. I thought it was great. I thought it was super fun. I think there's some things that the more I think about them, I'm like, eh. Uh, And then there are some things that in a good way, I guess, I would have done differently and i think that they would have been better oh, and boy, like, let's go down these let's go down these rabbit holes yeah oh yeah so and, and like i say in a good way because breaking bad had the best finale episode of all time okay but there's one thing that i wish they did that for me would have made it better you've seen breaking bad right nope mm, i'm not gonna spoil it but there's one thing if you ever watch I'm it probably and you're like hey chris it. what was that thing you i don't can... want to spoil it for anybody else but <laughs> Because okay. I, I found out there's all these people who haven't seen Breaking Bad. I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's yeah. on Netflix. Because too many people were jerking off to it. Like... I understand. But <laughs> it is the best show ever made. Like, I, I can't say, it's pretty good. You should give it a try. I have to say it's the best show ever made because it's so much is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. okay. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. I was really nervous because I saw the Rotten Tomatoes score before I went to see it. Have you seen it? Fuck by the, the casuals. I didn't read any of that shit. It's a 57. Yeah, but fuck the casuals. Um, it's the second lowest rated one after episode one. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like episode one, episode nine, episode two, solo. Uh, and then uh, really, whatever. yeah. Why do people hate it so much? I don't know. I so what I didn't like about it was I enjoyed episode eight, but there are quite a few things that it did that I disagree with. I thought they were very interesting and very bold to take Star Wars in that new direction. I didn't love them. And a lot of the internet did not love them. 
and JJ Abrams read all of those comments and made episode nine almost as an answer to episode eight. Right, right, right. There was a so, lot of backtracking, a so, lot so of here's retconning. The, here's the thing I have heard, the retconning. I've heard that a lot of people are like, well, episode eight was like, anybody could be a Jedi and use the Force. Then episode nine was like, no, only Skywalkers and Palpatine's can. And I was like, no. Did you watch anything in the prequels? Yeah. <laughs> it is a living thing that goes through all of the galaxy. Yeah. There are plenty of Jedi and plenty of Sith and, and plenty of Force-capable people. And Finn. And like in this movie, they show that Finn is like force capable. Yeah, it's like it's not like a thing. It's just it centers around these people because these people happen to control like one controls a galactic empire. Yeah, like that's exactly that's what the story is. Like, yeah, if you want to go, if you want to play that route of like, well, it's all this only talks about how it's the Palpatines and it's the Skywalkers and it's always going to be this battle. It's like, well, if you want to go back to it and go back to the Darth Plagueis, Darth Sidious start of the prequels. Yep. This was set in motion with the prequels. The prequels were that Emperor Palpatine is supposed to become the strongest Sith Lord of all time. Yep. So, not a lot of room for other people to fuck with you. Yeah, if it's, exactly. If you only got the one goat of evil. All the time. <laughs> like, like, if you have the greatest of all time of evil, like, there's not going to be, like, little peons. You have to really be like, oh, let's do a whole story about, you know... This one Sith guy off by himself, Darth Maul. Oh, he lost Obi Wan. Okay, next one. Like, like it's just <laughs> exactly. Like, that's 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 how that works. Um, you know. And I always took Star Wars as like there is this big universe, and there are all these Jedi, and like yeah. the prequels show it especially well. There's dozens of them, <sighs> but Boy, the story centers around like this sheer like serendipity of like Episode Four. There's this incredibly powerful. Not he's not powerful yet, but he has all this great potential future jedi luke who lives on this desert planet in the middle of nowhere and there's also this galactic battle happening and these droids carrying a very special message escape and land where on the same desert planet and there's all these stupid million to one coincidences that keep happening and i think it's portrayed by like c3po and k2so saying like the odds of successfully navigating an asteroid field or blah 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 and like that's what star wars is all about it's all about these like incredibly slim chances and like things like that to happen so the fact that it's all skywalkers and palpatines is like yeah that's star wars <laughs> like there's all these characters but these are the two big players yeah it's like like because i've heard it i've heard i've talked to people about it of like but episode eight like puts in the idea that you, like anybody could be, you know, uh, a, anybody can change the tide of history. And I was like, yeah, Rogue One did the same thing. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like, yeah, Rogue I, One is a perfect like it was a perfect Star Wars movie in that way. Where, yeah, like everybody like, just made it by the skin of their teeth. Everybody, can, well, I mean, not not really, but like everybody can. In the end, not really. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but I mean, they did. That's what I loved about that movie. True. Everybody they, they had successful. their own little part of the job. They were successful. And they just made it and then died. Yeah. And then the next person just makes it and then dies. Yeah. I mean, to me, Star Wars has never been about Skywalker and yeah. Palpatine. They're just the characters that we see through the lens. And they're yeah. just, the, like you said, the big players of, 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 the, of the game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the game is filled with players. Yeah. It's, it's not. I, I never looked at Star Wars as just like, it's got to be about Luke. Yeah. Like, no, I was pissed off about Luke in episode eight because you made this guy who was willing to die for his friends, you know, want to like, <laughs> kill his nephew. <laughs> he would try to kill his child nephew because he had the bad heebie-jeebies about it. That's it was, honestly, that's what the, I think the more and more I get from the episode eight release, the first time I experienced it, and I've seen it like five or six times now, that's the thing I hate about it the most was yeah. that Darth Vader 
the most famous bad guy ever, Luke was like, no, they're still good in him. I can save him. <laughs> yes. I had a bad dream about my nephew. I'm going to murder him in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, come on. It's like, what? Like, you can break down. You can show a, a fall from grace from for Luke without yeah. having that be the case. Exactly. You could have just showed Kylo Ren, like, dissenting against Luke and then Luke being like, I will strike you down if I need to. And then it turns into, like, a family feud. You could have just done that. You didn't have to turn the guy who was told repeatedly in two movies, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, hey, I feel my friends are in pain and they're suffering. I'm going to go save them. Yep. Uh, no, you can't. That's It's a trap. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm going to do it anyway. going to do it. Hey, yeah. everyone. Hey, hey, he hasn't seen you in a while. Come out and tell him because you should probably talk sense to him. <laughs> Luke, don't do this. I didn't realize you were doing a Yoda impression there. <laughs> Hey, Obi-Wan, come here. Hey, Obi-Wan, get over here. Talk some sense into this idiot. Yeah, and he was like, hey, you, you, you're you, not strong enough. They, 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 they tell him. They're like, we're telling you, you're not strong enough to beat Vader. Yeah. And Luke goes, I have to do it for my friends. Yep. And he willingly uh, walks to die to try to save his friends. Yep. Then you have Return of the Jedi when they tell him, hey, Vader's here. Stay away from him. Mm-hmm. And then Luke pulls Leia aside and goes, I'm going to go see him. And she goes, what? And he goes, I'm going to go see him. I can turn him. She goes, ah, okay. Palpatine's going to turn you. If you need to. And yeah. he's like, I, I will I will die trying to save because I know my father's there. And I know there's good in him. Okay. He doesn't tell anybody else. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they all told him not to do it. And he did it anyways. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same guy who almost went to the dark side because he saw his friends dying in battle. Yeah. And that was the trick that the emperor did again, where he opened yep. up and he says, oh, look, your friends are dying. You know what would save them? killing me oh like, my like, god what like, a crazy like motive yeah i love right. it like that's just he's but like hello goes back, you have to kill me but it goes back to the <laughs> like he even says it in uh in rise of skywalker he goes yeah. you know if you killed me you become acting emperor you yeah. could stop this yep like, you, you could, could make the call yeah exactly. all of your friends uh that goes back to his ability is the mind games from the prequels where he played yep, the entire everyone. galaxy yeah. by, by like as a puppet master. He's amazing. It's amazing. The reason I thought that specifically was so amazing, like that line, like strike me down and take my throne and you can stop all of this. I was like, that's a good point. Why doesn't she just do <laughs> I was it? Like, that's... Oh shit. He got me. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, so um, good. Yeah. So, so I, again, will I will harp looking back on it now, especially how it's aged episode eight. I like the risks they did. Mm-hmm. I don't like the casino scene. Cause that makes no, there's no point. There's no plot sense. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that they never found the hacker. And then they found another hacker who's not really the hacker they needed inside of the jail. That's bother having another hacker. It's still good enough to hack into whatever. Yeah. I don't really care for the fact that they had a fuel issue. Yeah, um, space gas. But, you know, I'll take it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why they didn't think of suicide kamikaze things beforehand when yeah. they had, like, 12 ships and they could have just evacuated everybody off. And I, then that's the another thing. They answered that in Episode 9. There's one thing of uh, Dominic Monaghan from uh, Lost yeah. in Lord of the Rings says, yeah. why don't we do a Holdo maneuver, which I love that that's the name of the maneuver now. Yeah. Even though I didn't like her character, I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely See, I, I like her your name. character. Yeah. But he was like, why don't we do a hold on maneuver? And they're like, it's a one in a million chance. It'll never work. And they're like, that never works. It was a one in a million chance, which I think Holdo did it out of pure, like, I don't know what the fuck else to do. Right. I know this isn't going to work, but I have to try. Yeah. And then it worked. Yeah. Um, which I think that's like that Star Wars thing of like yeah. million to one chances. Million to one chances. Yeah. But the thing at the end of the day, that episode eight that I bothered me the most was not just the waste of time in the casino and the stupid hacker stuff, but it was mainly the fact that they 
decided the best way to break down Han, uh, Han break down Luke and mm-hmm. show his fall from grace is to make him a child killer. Yeah. It's like that's... It's like disrespectful. It's like that's not who... That's literally the opposite of who he is, though. That's not my hero that I grew up, like... <laughs> Yeah, idolizing. Yeah, well, it's not just that, but it's also just there's no evidence of it. There's not a single shred of evidence that that's a part of who he would be. Yeah, from the very beginning, it came out of nowhere. He was all he's he was all about sacrificing himself. Yeah, and helping his friends and being there for the family that he thought he had. Like that's all it was. It was never anything else. Yeah, and then it's like Mark nope. Hamill hated that plot line. Wonder why? Yeah. Like, jeez, jeez, <laughs> the guy who's played him since since inception. I wonder why he had a problem. Yeah. Maybe because he saw the same thing. I think you could have broken down Luke's character and made him have a fall from grace. Yeah, by being willing to take up arms against Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren, without being it like, well, he tried to murder him in his sleep. Yeah, it's like okay, you're reading a little bit too much Shakespeare. That's not who this guy is. Yeah, and if you watch the movies beforehand, you would kind of understand it. Yeah, like, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think he maybe thought like, oh, I'll show a fall from grace like Anakin, where it's like, oh, he's just like his father. He wanted to do what was right. Ends up being bringing him to the dark side. It's mm-hmm. like, but you're keeping Luke on the light side. So this yeah. action doesn't work well, yeah. does it? Like, exactly. that's not how this fucking works. Anakin's fall from grace was amazing. Speaking was, of, yeah. though, yeah. one thing that I, I'm, I'm kind of coming around to it the more I talk to people about it. And like, I've had some people playing like devil's advocate of like, oh, it makes sense. Here's okay. why. Okay. Anakin's whole fall from grace was what? Trying to save Padme. Save Padme. Because he saw that she was going to die. Yes. And there's no way to save her. Like, that's not what the Force does. Palpatine seduces him by saying there is a way to do that. Yes. You can save the But you can only do it from the dark side. You can only do it from the dark side. Yeah. On Wednesday, we saw Baby Yoda do it. And then on Friday, we saw Rey and then Kylo do it. Do it. Heal. Heal. Force Force heal. And force bring people back from the dead. Like, Kylo brings, or Ben, brings Rey back from the dead. She is dead at that point. And he sacrifices his life essence to bring her back. And it's like, that's... But that kills you. Anakin's, yeah. But, like, Anakin would have done that in a heartbeat. But I... But nobody the, told him. Exactly. He didn't know that power. Where, I guess, Ben and Rey and Baby Yoda do. So, well, I'm, I'm kind of okay so with So, here's, here's the thing. Like, there's... So Jedi healing is a thing. Like using the force to heal has been a thing. It's like, usually like it's been in video games. I think is the only time it's been a thing, and it's to heal yourself. It's like a video game mechanic of, like in no, Knights of the Old Republic, right. you could do like life steal. Yeah, but there's there's uh, like there's comics and stories about Jedi healers that go out to try to help colonies and help planets mm. that are being hit with disease, and they're trying to help out. They're not like you know gods that can be like oh you're healed you're no longer blind they can't yeah. really do that but like the idea of using their the force of the, the like their force essence to heal yeah that it's been a thing it's been a thing it just hasn't been a major thing yeah you know what i mean yeah i mean so a really good comment made about when i was talking about this with somebody was i understand that you this is what they were saying i understand you like it because you're a little bit of a fanboy for star wars mm-hmm. but and i understand you're right with the things you're saying about palpatine yeah oh he's always been trying to resurrect himself oh the force projections and oh all this other and, and leia and all this other stuff but i'm not and i shouldn't have to be to get those parts of the movie i shouldn't have to understand that it's deep n- lore it's not cr- yeah i don't i shouldn't have to understand the deep lore to understand the the parts about this movie that 
I'm, I'm conflicted and confused about the movie that's presented to you should have the answers to the questions. Yes, in the you movie. shouldn't need to know the deep lore by reading comic books and yeah. graphic novels and young adult novels and like all these other stories and full fiction like sagas. I do get that. I do think there is also something cool about understanding more of it because you are such a huge fan. But I think what it has to be is this is a really good movie that answers all of its own questions. But if you are a big fan, you get even more out of it. Yes. Not. Yes. I don't understand this movie. Well, if you're a big fan, you understand you it. Understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's. So like, I get what they're saying. There's there's because there's so much. Like um, I read a whole book. It, I, it was a book I really liked. It was about uh, Kessel. Yep. The Kessel Run. Yeah. It wasn't about the actual run. It was about spice runs from Kessel. Yep. And it was about how the Falcon showed up to do like to do a political message to like mm-hmm. do a transport of a uh, of data. And they got ambushed and shot down. Turns out uh, Kessel was taken over by pirates. Hmm. They basically almost destroyed the Falcon. Long story short, the Falcon gets rebuilt from the ground up <laughs> by this pirate crew. So it's actually in like really good working condition. Mm-hmm. Han, Lando, and Chewie end up stealing something called a Star Blaster, mm-hmm. which is a tiny little ship that's like vertical, mm-hmm. super tiny, but it's made out of the special metal that they found. That the Empire found because mm-hmm. they found an old wreckage yard off of Kessel. Mm-hmm. This is how they got into this thing. And they found out that this thing is used to fly into suns and out of suns. And by doing that, they destroy the sun and they can explode suns. <laughs> okay. That's a fucking thing. And they use it to fly through Star Destroyers <laughs> to escape. Dope. <laughs> because they found a early prototype of the Death Star in like the this wreckage area. And the Empire, the remains of the Empire, were trying to get there. To try to rebuild it to use it as a weapon again. They were like, fuck this shit. We're flying out of here. We're grabbing the Falcon. Oh, this thing can fly through stars. We should probably be able to fly through Star Destroyer bridges. And they just start flying through Star Destroyers. <laughs> and that's how they kill them. Because they can't get shot down. Because the metal is amazing. so strong. So they fly through and they knock out like four Star Destroyers. And then they fly to the base. They hop out. Get in the Falcon. And they're like, wow, it's all brand new. It looks like they fixed it entirely. And then they just fly off. <laughs> wow, this was easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the very end of the book. The book is about them being prisoners. That, yeah, oh, gotcha. That, that's, that's actually pretty horrible, the stuff they did. But um, they have to work the spice mines. Yeah. Uh, but that's deep lore. Yeah. Now, they're not going to talk about that, because why would they? But yeah. if all of a sudden they're like, oh, they have a star blaster, I'd be like, oh. No. No, if all of a sudden, no what it would be like is if all of a sudden there's this ship that could just fly through Star Destroyers. They're like, what the fuck is that? And you have to have read the book to know that it's a Star Blaster. And they're like, oh shit, it's the Star Blaster. Oh fuck. Yeah. They actually went through this story. Oh my god, that's crazy. So I wonder if they're going to bring up, like, that was the the solo movie was just me doing all of that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to bring up, oh shit, they did bring that up. All right, cool. All right. I wonder if they're going to talk about how he tries to, oh shit, they're going to talk about how he's a pilot of the Navy. Okay, cool. Like, I, it was, that's why I liked it so much. Yeah. I felt like every single thing they did was a nod to like yeah you're a fan here you go that movie was just a, a two hour long series of nods yes <laughs> it's like oh this 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 you're that, a fan that, right that, 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 go, this yeah. is for you oh yeah you're, you're a big fan right oh he doesn't trust people this is why where do you get his gun from this <laughs> yeah <laughs> blah, like, blah, blah. Like, how did he how win did he the falcon here. here it is like yep what was the what was the actual kessel run oh here it is like yeah exactly all that shit so that's uh Yep. It's, it's pretty cool. How, like, why is why is the navigational uh, computer always wonky and like thrown off? And C three PO is like, this is a very rude robot. Here you go. Yeah, this is why. I like, <laughs> exactly. This is why. It's- Do you know that was um? I forget her name. The British accent uh, back act, British actress. Her last name is Waller Bridge. No idea. Phoebe. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From um, Fleabag, is that robot? 
That's cool. From Solo, who puts herself into the ship. Yeah, I didn't really know that cool. until I like looked it up on IMDb recently. Yeah. Um, at the time, I didn't know who that was, and now I've seen Fleabag. I'm like, oh shit. So let's. So anyway, let's, episode nine. Yeah, episode nine. So let's let's talk about the the um. Did what problems did you have with it, Carrie Fisher? What problems with Carrie Fisher? So all of her scenes were filmed during episode seven filming, like all of her scenes and lines were shot to originally be in episode seven. And because JJ directed her and they already had that footage and they didn't want to do CGI or a body double. Although I do suspect that they did body doubles for for shots from behind. They had to. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they used those scenes and they kind of made scenes around what they had of Carrie Fisher. And I thought it was super obvious and the movie got hurt because of it. See, I didn't even notice that. And I liked it. Mm. I was like, Oh my gosh, they didn't CGI or too much. Yeah. I just was like, I don't think she was CGI at all. Besides the fact that she was implanted into other scenes. Like her face was not CGI. No, 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 no. But But they like, like copy and pasted her. I didn't mind that at all. Yeah. No, I thought I, it was fine. I thought it was like, that's awesome that, they, that they're that they honoring her. I mean, um, side note, I didn't know that Carrie Fisher's daughter is in the movie. Yep. Uh, is the lieutenant. Billy Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, the she's, one, a, she's been in all three? Yeah. 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 The, the one thing I didn't like, I mean, that I they had to do it. Yeah. They had to phase her out because she yeah. passed away. So I knew they had to. I just didn't like the way they did it in the sense of, oh, she needs, she's going to try to reach Ben. Yep. One last time. It's like, what? What? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And because they didn't have a lot of pre recorded lines, the way she does that is by going like this Ben. (laughs) That was it. She has to give her, she has to use all the last bit of her life to help Kylo. And she lays down and holds a medal and says Ben in his ear. Which I get is like saying someone's name half a galaxy away. It sounds pretty tough. So that maybe did. And she was already probably very weak at that point because of like all the force stress she was going through or whatever. But oh, I, yeah. I I very much noticed that all of the scenes with her were very like... Like there's one... The part where... Uh, I forget exactly what it is. But Ray would say something very specific and then... Carrie Fisher would have a perfect response to that. And then Ray would go off and say something else that would progress the thing. Like, man, they're just using every second of footage they have of her and trying to make it fit in any way possible. And then they're, what would you rather them do? I, I mean, nothing, I guess. Like nothing at all? Just <laughs> Kill her off in the title crawl. There's no... Gen- oh. General Leia Organa has died. And then open with like a funeral or whatever. That's honestly what I thought they were going to do. Until they said, she's going to be in the movie, but it's not going to be CGI. But the tough part, and like, it's so hard to do what they did with Carrie Fisher passing away. Yeah. So I understand. I'm not saying like, oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. you did a shitty job. Yeah, yeah. You did the hardest thing imaginable, and they did it pretty well. It's pretty. Well. I'm just saying, in this really great movie, that's the thing I noticed. Um, but like, this was supposed to be her movie. Like, episode seven was Han's movie. Episode eight was Luke's movie, unfortunately, and episode nine was supposed to be Leia's. And it was supposed to be she's a full Jedi Knight and she never wanted to be, but now she realized she has to train Ray and she trains Ray and she teaches her all this shit. Oh, like, oh if you ever die in outer space, you can just float back into an spaceship. Can you, can, you, can you imagine the movie that they could have had if she lived? Yeah. Yep. It could have been their original vision. Uh but yeah, that's that's how I feel about Carrie Fisher. I did choke up 
when she passed, when Leia passed. I choke up every time they sh- they show her because yeah. they always play the, the princess theme. Yep. Da, yeah, da, they do. Da, 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 da. Yep. It's a, and I immediately get transported to hearing the Falcon fly through the asteroid field. And yep. I'm just like, oh, J.J. Abrams is just jerking off your heartstrings. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, Maybe I know, this I, song. Oh, dude. Uh, speaking of, real quick, John Williams killed it. Great oh, job. Fuck. Like, I think, besides maybe episode one, best Star Wars soundtrack. Dude, I, like, immaculate. It, it's, it hit so, like, every single scene was just, like, ramped up because of the uh, music. And there were, like, I want to say remixes, but that's definitely the wrong word. No. But there's, like, yeah. homages to other, to songs, other songs, but in used them. in a different way. Oh, and it was so Dude, fantastic. You know what hit me hard? Hmm. And uh, I like teared up real hard because I wasn't expecting the the music selection. Mm-hmm. When it's like the final moments, um, before reinforcements show up, and Poe's like, "I'm sorry, guys. I thought we had a shot here." And then instead of just using like an like a like an excited theme, they hit you with like the the full Star Wars boost. theme song. Like, but not even like the theme song. <laughs> the climax of the theme song yep. is like, da, 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 oh da, da, my da, da. god! And I was like, whoa! I was like, what? There's too many of them. <laughs> But there are more of us. Yeah. Bam, bam. Like. Yeah. And it hits like f- mid, like climax of the theme. And I wasn't expecting, like, th- that's such a different choice. Yeah. And it was so intense. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I immediately just started tearing up. Yep. It, was so <laughs> it was the It was the on your left scene of yes, Star Wars. Basically, it was the on your left. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I love in that, by the way. Poe's like, what? And he, like, you see him, like, hurry his speeder <laughs> over the, the nearest Star Destroyer. And you just see. The most amount of spaceships anybody I've has ever seen ever on seen screen. In Star Wars movie, yeah, <laughs> <It's insane>. <laughs> <laughs> like hundreds. Then you see the Falcon just come up. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. And there oh. are so many like references to other ships behind them. Yep, yep. You look at them, it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's a that's the Repu- that's a Republic frigate. Like that's there's a, the Hammerhead cruiser from yep. Rogue One. Yeah, there was the Ghost from uh, Star Wars Rebels. There was so much shit. There's it so was much so shit. cool. It was amazing. And then that felt like a very much like this is the last Star Wars movie. Here's all the ships. <laughs> <laughs> the um. The, the other there was a really good scene too when he was like like uh, he was like Finn I'm on my way like uh, I can get to you and something about like how he was like you're not gonna get there you're not fast enough and then Lando's like I'm fast enough like, <laughs> <laughs> he just like comes swooping in and yeah. I'm like yeah oh, I was like fuck yeah dude that was so good oh so good so so many good feels um yeah Carrie Fisher I think we could put a bow in that I mean how did you feel about it you liked it right you didn't notice and you thought it was great and it was emotional yeah I mean um. The more I thought about it, the more I thought about like the way she passed talking to Ben. Yeah. It makes sense if you if you want to put it in the context of the movie and the context of the universe, it's like you have a elderly lady who's been hurt. She was left in space. <laughs> like yeah. the movie before. She's not doing oh, great. Oh, that's true, yeah. She's not doing great. Like she's she's also <laughs> like if you notice, the most she moves is in episode seven. Yeah, she Besides like walks that, out of the ship and yeah, looks around. Besides that, she's kind of just like almost really feeble inside of inside her robes, kind yep. of just like, and she's constantly getting hurt like mm. by the force because of she's she lost Han and she thought Chewie was gone. Like like she's going through like these like hits mm-hmm. of like oh shit like, exactly. And she's so just like, getting beaten in this trilogy. Yeah, so it's kind of like she's getting she she's beaten down. Yeah, and like so the, it makes sense her death of like the last thing she could use her life to do is to reach out to Ben one more time. Is to reach out to Ben and kind of, I mean, if, if we want to be like really into the universe, I don't think she used the force to just say Ben. 
to not just to say a word. It's, you think there was like some type of like uh, nonverbal message? Yeah, because like sent. like there's there's force sensitivity anyways. Like you know, like Kylo does it in every movie. He's like, like it just happened in this movie. He goes, she's here. Yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, but I sense her and she's they here. They do that really well. Like yeah. they really nailed the force in this trilogy. I think. Yes, I was just like, I don't know where she is, but I know she's here. Yeah. Um. I think it was more less of just the word Ben and more of like, don't forget, like, this is your mother. Yeah, I'm coming through the force. I'm your mom and I'll always love you. And yes, it's I'm kind dying. Of like, <laughs> and like that feeling. And that's I think what I don't think he stopped because he heard his name. I think he stopped because he, he got hit with a wall of shit from the force. And that's mm-hmm. why he was like, whoa, like he's he froze. He, yeah. he like just dropped his lightsaber. He yeah. fully fucking froze. He was just what? Like, I, I just imagined the way they portrayed it, which I loved. Oh, side note, I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick about, yeah. um, uh, what's his name that plays Kylo Ren? Uh, Adam Driver. Uh, Adam Driver. I'm going to go off on a tangent about Adam Driver in a second. But the way it hit, the way they portrayed it with him dropping the saber and kind of being, like, knocked frozen. Yeah. Was kind of more like, no, you just got hit with a sense of, like, don't forget, like, he got, he remembered his childhood. He remembered being, like, the son of Han and Leia. He remembered, like. I felt like he got hit with a wave of his of who he was before mm-hmm. all this, and that's why he was like, "Whoa, oh shit!" And yeah. that's when he probably also got hit with the fact like she's she's dying, and that's when he just yeah yeah. Um, the tangent I was gonna go off of Adam Driver. I didn't like Adam Driver as a choice. Really, I never really cared for him in his role for the first two movies. Interesting. Seven and eight. I was always like, uh, he's he seems more like a petulant upset child Mm -hmm. but in this movie i felt so much for him in every scene and the way adam driver portrayed the 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 turbulence of like suffering kylo and then ben not even that but like even the beginning when he's just slicing down these people in the woods yep you can like see just Adam driver did a really good job with just using facial expressions yeah without having to overdo it he wasn't he wasn't like, like he gets the uh, the the GPS whatever the Sith GPS. Yeah. You could see him just flying through that red murky stuff, and he's just like, <laughs> like yeah, he's like just just his face. Like it made me really almost understand him finally. Yeah. Instead of just like oh he's this pissed off guy who just wants power. Now I like understand him, and I understood I understood the fact that he's constantly in turmoil. Yeah. I understood the fact that he's like trying to come to terms with the fact that he killed his father. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- coming to terms with a lot with him, and then when he got hit in that scene, and then when he gets hit, when Ray stabs him, yeah. and he falls, that's that was like the apex of for me in the movie for me to be like oh shit I feel for this guy. Yep. Like oh fuck. And I, I thought he was dead. I thought, I thought was he was like, dead too. He turned and he's dead. In his face when he was just sitting there, just like stunned and just It was done so I was like, oh my god. Like I felt bad. I was like, why did you kill him? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, Ray, why you could he's like thinking back on all the shit he's done and he's like, What did I do? Like yeah. that's the type of And yeah. then his face after she heals him. Yeah. And he's just like like I can't I can't even put a word to the emotion that I nope, saw from there, him. But like <laughs> there's probably some like German word <laughs> that perfectly describes the way he's feeling of like the how you feel I've been so mean to you and I've just discovered I was wrong and you've helped me you and I don't understand why and I'm wrong and I'm sorry and thank you. Yes, like, <laughs> like the, the, all in just his his face. Yeah. And that's when I was like, Holy fuck. 
It's like, called like Kylo Freud or whatever. I, like, <laughs> I feel for Kylo. I feel for this guy. I want him to be okay. Like, it's weird. It's weird how it was just from a facial expression. Yeah. But Adam Driver did such so a good, good job. He was of all that. wet. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like trying to blink through the rain, but he's like not wiping it away. He's yep. just like sitting there, just like. It kind of gave me like dog in the rain mixed with um. I forget his name, but the bad guy from Blade Runner, as he's dying and he's just sitting there in the rain and yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it was it's a and that's when I started and then when he's walking around as Ben, you uh, yeah. almost feel different when yep. you see him. He that's why I was like, holy shit, Adam Driver, <laughs> like he stole I think the trilogy just yeah. in this movie. I'm like. He is the main character of this trilogy. Even the way he walks is different when he's Ben versus Kylo. And like he just wore like his undershirt kind of. Like he he took off the Kylo clothes. But like there are so many little things. By the way, his acting as Ben, once he once he basically finished oh, and we gotta talk about this for a little bit, but once he finished his conversation with Memory Han Solo. Oh, that was so oh my gosh, that was completely my unexpected my heart okay. i was not expecting that my heart okay like, so oh, we'll no. go through <laughs> we'll talk about ben in a minute <laughs> okay but now we have to do this tangent <laughs> god the like the emotional moments that hit me were leia dying obviously chewy reacting to leia's death oh that yeah, got that me was like, when they're oh, like no. we have no time we need to talk to the general the general's gone and then poe and finn are like fuck and chewy just, just collapses and collapses on the yeah. ground i was like because <laughs> that's like that's his last friend yeah. Chewie's alone now from the original trilogy. Han, Luke, Leia, like Lando's around, but whatever. Yeah, that that got me. And then like two minutes later, fucking memory Han Solo oh. shows up. <laughs> and, it, and that got me. And with his voice, hey kid. Like <laughs> Hey kid. Oh god. Alan. So oh. uh someone pointed out, and like I kinda got that this was happening. It's almost a line for line, like word for word repeat of of what happened the scene they had on the bridge because it was his memory yeah but the one thing that was different was um when mom's gone yeah she may be gone but everything she stood for is still there and blah 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 and oh my god he ends it no yes (laughs) and i don't know if i could get through repeating this line because it got me hard both times when he looks at him and he just doesn't know what else to say and he goes dad and he's about to say, I love you, but he can't. And then Han goes, I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, J.J. Oh, Abrams. <laughs> and when, like, and, and Kyle was trying to talk him away, like, you're not real. Like, you're just a memory. He goes, I'm your memory. I'm your memory. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. And then he, he whips the saber. And, like, there weren't a lot of Marvel cheering moments. But when he whips the saber both times, people are like, yes, yes. Because <laughs> they knew he was turning and we're about to see Ben Solo. And it's going to be great. Oh, dude, how about the scene when he faces the Knights of Ren? Yes. That's another thing of, like, just his emotion as Ben with the blaster, and he's yep. fighting them with the Force, and he's trying to do hand-to-hand. And he literally pulls the Han Solo, shooting a guy without even looking behind his back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh. Let me hit you with this. You ready? So good. His acting was so good, you could see a complete difference between Kylo and Ben Solo. When, after he throws the lightsaber, and that Han scene is over, he says one word for the rest of the movie. When he's running in to save Ray and he jumps and he lands on the chain, he goes, ow, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. That's yeah. his last line in the movie. Oh, fuck. And then the rest of it is just visual and like body motions. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, my God. So now we can talk about another like force cannon thing. The yeah. force diode or yes. a dyad, dyad or whatever. The dyad. So cool. 
so cool. Like the fact that they're so linked in the force that they can interact with objects with each other. Yeah. Like the necklace and then like the bowl of cherries or whatever. They show Darth it in, uh, in episode eight as well. When, when they uh, touch. Not only when they touch, but when like his hair is wet. Yeah. From the spray. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And he was like, oh. Like, oh, oh shit, we're like, I was yeah. there or something. And he pulls out the saber from behind and then he has like, uh. <laughs> and it's blue. <laughs> when they're like, so obviously they're like in this weird, like she puts it behind her head and then he takes it from behind his head. So they were like back to back, I'm assuming, but they like nod at each other, which just makes it so much cooler they can that see you each don't other. really know. Yeah. Don't forget. They could see like, like back when she was on earlier in that movie, in that film, she was on the ship. Yep. And he goes, where are you? I can see you, but I don't know where you are. Yep. And then when they, like, I they can't fight see your surroundings. <laughs> but yeah. But then when she knocks over the thing with holding Vader's mask and yep. he sees everything, he goes, so oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'll show you myself. Yeah. He just, he just exits and he goes, she's in my quarters, lock the ship down. Yeah. Just so good. But yeah, with that, that moment where she puts it behind her thing and I was like, what is she? Oh, I thought, no, see, that's, that's a classic, uh, that's a lightsaber attack. Yep. That's a samurai exactly. attack. The you samurai. Your head and come down <laughs> yep. and strike down. Uh, it was, she basically did a John McClane from Die Hard. <laughs> like, puts puts her hands behind her back, but he takes out a gun. But uh, Kylo, when Kylo starts reaching back, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And he takes out an already lit lightsaber. <laughs> and then he does that on move where he just, all right. Yeah, he like goes, the. Here we go now. <laughs> now it's an even fight. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like 10 seconds and all the Knights of Ren are dead. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> and he does that thing where like he puts it behind and he like leans against the wall and someone hits him in the back, but the lightsaber blocks it and he's like... <sighs> and then like he keeps going back. Like That's the Ben Solo that we saw with one word was incredible. Oh, it was so good. So it's good. It's insanely so good. It was so good. And then the whole like forced dyad thing when even Palpatine was like shocked. Like he tries to take their life essence or whatever. I think to kill them, but he ends up taking the life essence from their forced dyad, which he says like there ha this hasn't happened in hundreds of generations or whatever. Which I'm like, A, that's cool as fuck. B, we're probably never seeing that again because no. blah, blah, blah. Hundreds of generations. Yeah, no. if, when it. we do see it again, it's going to be like 20 years. But no, that'll not, be cool. You're not, yeah, you're not going to see it again. Um, but God, that was such a cool new force thing. Like force healing, eh, whatever. But like yeah, force you know, that's dyad. True. That, that's a new thing that's never been portrayed in anything. Yep. So um, cool. Yeah, so that's that was really cool. And like we got to give credit to Ryan Johnson for that. I think that's the biggest thing that JJ took from episode eight. It was like, yes, I love this. We're doing more of this instead of you fuck boy. I'm erasing what you've done. You've ruined everything. Yep. I'm here I'm erasing it now instead of like on a beach because of you. I have the etch a sketch now. Yes. <laughs> and I am shaking it vigorously. I'm um, the captain now. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and then like, of course, Palpatine and that weird fucking big computer like machine arm, arm thing and he was just floating like yeah. a corpse so badass and evil looking dude the the okay I want to say this I mean I feel like we need to say more about Ben Solo and Kylo Ren and sure. just oh man just, <laughs> I mean there's not much more to say he was well, immaculate it just from the start he was just top-notch performance yep which is weird because you almost don't expect that out of uh, like it, cause it's like an action movie yeah and you don't expect that kind of emotional depth of acting from adam an action driver movie. though adam driver fucking hits it. look at everything he's in even like the weird stuff like girls he's so like 
intriguing as a character every time right. he so plays I, him. I, th- I think this is what it is. When I found out that Adam Driver was in Star Wars mm-hmm. and I saw him, I was thinking, what a joke. I was like, <laughs> well, why did you choose Adam Driver? I was yeah. like, out of everybody, you chose... I mean, I guess because he kind of... You could play it off that he looks like Han. Mm. Um, but like... He really didn't, though. He has a very strange-looking face. No, his nose is very similar. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking, like... And then he and then he killed Han. I was like, fuck this guy. It's just like, <laughs> I was like, I was, I think maybe that was the big bias here. I saw him kill Han Solo. Like Han and Chewie are my favorite characters in the universe. Yep. And I saw him kill Han Solo. I was like, yo, fuck this guy. Chewie hit him with the crossbow. <laughs> just, just. So that, that happened. He killed Han. And then like the movie's over and we're all talking about it. And like my big takeaway from that is like, I could tell that they're trying to do like Kylo is like, oh, he's, he's a torn soul. He better not get any redemption. He needs to die by yes. the end of this trilogy. And he did, and I loved it. I remember seeing a, <laughs> a short comic about how intense that moment had to be for Chewie. Somebody yeah. drew, like, Chewie holding, like, a baby <sighs> yep, Kylo baby Ren. Kylo, and then yeah. tr- playing with him and training him, playing with, like, yeah. fake lightsabers. And, and like, playing and then, like, games and, like, flying ships with him. And, and then, then it, like, being sad that he's gone and he's in the dark side and then yeah. seeing him stab Han. That's... <laughs> My God. And then rewatching that scene where he just screams and fucking just, just fires at just, him. Just, just like, fuck you, kid. Just boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah. Well, also, people, I think, forget Chewie has a life debt to Han. Yeah. They don't hang out because they love beer. Like, he's, he's Chewie's with Han because of a life debt. Yeah. Because Han saved him from slavery. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chewie was like, well, this is a life debt because you've saved my life. Yeah. And Han was like, ah, no, 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 I don't. And Chewie was like, no. <laughs> I'm I'm from Kashyyyk and this is what we do and and I'm a Wookiee and this is a life debt so my life is indebted to you. Yep. And I was like, okay, fuck it, let's go. Come on, come on, let's go. <laughs> like that's that was it. Uh, speaking of Chewie, how'd you like the Chewie fake out death? I am glad that Chewie didn't. Die. I'm a I'm a I'm a legacy fan. I'm yeah. glad he didn't die. But when he did die, I was just whoa, I, I was actually my immediate reaction was. Oh boy, I'm gonna get angry at this movie if you just use. It, it dies kind of off screen. Like obviously that ship was on screen, but, but Chewie wasn't. But you c- used Ray to kill. Like I was like, oh, okay, we're going for plot twists. It's okay, a bold move. Um, this is a, that's what I thought. Like <laughs> bold move, Lucas. Yep. Bold fucking move. There was something odd about that scene though. Like I knew it wasn't right, but I didn't know that it was a death fake out because you see him get onto a ship. And then you never, it's like the whole time that ship is shaking because Kylo and Rey are playing tug of war with it, you never see inside the ship. And then it blows up and you're like, Chewie's on there. But yeah, that moment though, when you could tell that Kylo's just, he doesn't want the ship. He's just playing with Rey and he's just being like, you got to try harder, got to try harder. (laughs) Oop, too hard. (laughs) That was awesome. And then I was like, what the fuck? Force lightning. Well, here's the thing. And this is what I was saying to, to some other people. They were like, oh, that's how I knew she was a Palpatine with the line. I was like, that's not a Palpatine thing. Force lightning is a dark force move. It's a, it's a Sith thing. Yeah. It's a Sith thing. It's a thing that you use, but not many people do it because the cost of it is too great because it physically harms the user. Yeah, exactly. It scars the user to use it. Yeah. Hence why Palpatine looks the way he does. Yeah, because he was doing it for like 30 seconds on Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, and then Mace Windu turned it back on him. And like, yeah. it was just like immediately, like, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, And I was like, that's, that's, that's just a, that shows a, power level in the force because yeah. not everybody can do force landing that's a power level it's like you're always catching it and playing with it like like it's 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 a it's 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 a showcase of power that's really yeah. what it is. catching it and playing with or it. remember he was he was no, like, I know. Uh, and go 
<laughs> yeah. Ditto. Go go away. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, go back to you. Like, yeah. Like, it's it's just it's it's like a oh he went super saiyan he went super super saiyan. It's yeah. just a a way of like showing a power level. Exactly. So when she did that, that's when I was thinking, oh fuck, that's why they are scared of her. She has this huge power band. Yeah. In the force that. Even she doesn't know. I saw that immediately. I think her first shot in the movie was she's meditating in the air, talking to herself with like a fucking nucleus of rocks around her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, I remember when like uh, Luke Yoda, was trying to just stack a rock on top of another one. Luke was trying to stack one on top of the other. And Yoda was like, I could pick up three. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> And I'm like, holy shit. And then she just casually front flips down to the ground. You know what's cool? If, if you want to get into the lore of it, what's cool is that the idea of balance in the Force, and this mm. is kind of unfortunately going to be marred by the whole Palpatine and Skywalker thing. The Force has always been about, especially from episode one, about balance, right? Mm. Anakin was the balance because he wiped out the Jedi because yep. there were only like two Sith. It was two versus two at the end. Yeah, so it, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yoda died. Right? Yeah. Turn of the Jedi, Yoda died. Yoda was the last great light force power user. Mm-hmm. So because you have Palpatine still alive, who's this last great dark power user, you need to have an equivalent. You can never have a lesser or more because you need oh. to have balance. Yeah. So Ray, I feel, has come granted this is the marred by well, she's a Palpatine. Yes, I know. But she is resurrected to equal that power band yeah and force was probably born around the time that yoda died exactly and the consequences of this is that she fulfilled the seat of yoda basically of the power level of hey because everybody thought yoda was the equal to palpatine and it was like not really palpatine's a little bit stronger actually yeah probably you know um so they 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 bring balance by having ray come in yep and i thought that was really cool yeah but again that's why when i saw the lightning i wasn't like oh palpatine i was thinking Oh no, she's just Ooh. that. She's just too powerful, and she didn't have like control over. She didn't that. even know what she was doing. She was just like trying harder, and all of a sudden, she just started zapping shit and blew up a ship. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's Oops. different level. Like yep. that's a different level. She didn't know it. So. Which I thought I, that that scene, like, part of me was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's how Chewie dies. And then the other part was like, that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like what it was was very cool. The fact that Chewie was on it was kind of like a weird. And then the fact that it was like. No explanation other than, oh, we had two ships. He was on the other one. But they never show two ships. See, people like, people don't like the fact that they were they were saying, oh, well, there were no risks. Chewie lives. Oh, there were no risks. C-3PO gets restored. Like, mm. he gets restored from an iCloud backup on R2-D2. It was an old iCloud backup. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, I forget. Uh, the iCloud backup was basically from episode seven. <laughs> they were talking about, like, he they needed to find a map to find Master Luke. Like when oh, he comes really? back, that was one of his first lines. Something like that. I, yeah. I'm, I definitely got the line okay. wrong. But I was like, oh shit, that was like a episode seven. Were you upset preview. about the fact that there were no those risks weren't fully taken? Um, or were you just like, no, this is cute? No, it was fine. It didn't bother me. No, I've seen it twice and I haven't had that thought. Um, like the fake, the chewy fake out was kind of like ugh, whatever. But then the C three PO getting his memory back made sense, and like I didn't want to see a wiped out C three PO, so I'm glad they got his memory back. Speaking of three PO, this is the funniest C three PO best C three PO universe. They yep. finally used his sarcasm, yep, and dry like wit. So many funny scenes. Perfectly. I think they learned from K two SO from Rogue One. 
He was hilarious, and, but he was very droid-like. Like the, <laughs> the when they fall through the sand pits, mm-hmm. and they're like, Chewie, Ray, Finn? And he, he gets up and he goes, you did not say my name, sir, but I am all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. And then the... Uh, they're like, uh, unfortunately, it lives only in my memory now. And they're like, what? And they look over at him, and then they all look over at him, and he looks back and forth and back, and then behind him. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It, it, I wish his humor was used like that throughout his entire existence. Yep. And like, then they're they're talking about like. Uh, Something, something. Well, how did you do that? We got it from Babu Frick. Babu Frick? And he goes, oh, one of my oldest friends. Because <laughs> he's literally, yeah. he introduces himself to yeah. C-3PO right after he's wiped. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> and when he's talking about how, oh, yes, it lives in my archives, but unfortunately, I can't tell you anything. And they're just all looking at him and it going, lives in your archives? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. He goes, unfortunately, my protocols state that I cannot use this language. And he, yep. just said, he just looked at them and like just killed them around the room. <laughs> and then the when they all decide, I forget what it is, they all decide to go do something. And then like Ray and Finn grab hands. And then Poe's like, hands? And they're like, hands. And he grabs hand. And C-3PO just waddles over. And Poe is visibly like, oh, come on. All right. Okay. And C-3PO's like, I want to join. <laughs> he was so good. He was really, really and good. one of my friends at work had never seen any of the Star Wars movies. And she didn't really care, but she didn't dislike them. She didn't not want to watch them. She just never has. And Disney Plus came out. And she watched four, five, six, and then one, a couple two, days three. later, one, two, three, and then a couple days later, seven, seven and eight. eight. And by episode five, she was like, C-3PO is by far my favorite character. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. That's <laughs> fine. That's but fine. It, whatever. And then- It's not common. I saw episode nine, got to work the next day, and I was like, what movie are you on? She goes, I'm watching seven today, eight tomorrow, and then we're going to nine this weekend. And I was like, I am so excited for you to see nine because of how good C-3PO is in it. And she goes, oh, I can't wait. And then she comes back, and she was like, absolutely the best C-3PO movie. <laughs> Uh, he's always had like the he's always been comedic relief as the dry humor yeah but never as on the nose as in episode nine they nailed it yeah and he was important it was like the first time he was ever important yeah like you could argue in episode four they were they were sent to deliver the message but really just r2 yeah like he's almost like played off as a very old school comedic blundering like blundering guy yep and that's like they i feel like that's the extent that they figured he would be as a character just yeah oh he's uh padme and anakin go to this droid factory and then c-3po gets like rebuilt as like a battle droid. Uh, goofy 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 it's like yeah. well, i mean i get it it's funny to have this like scared butler type person yeah like a battle droid i get it but he's always been that dry yeah he's always been that kind of observant with the situation of just oh my where are my clothes oh my skin like like yeah. he's always been that way but it's just they never focused on it, i think um yep so many good things it's like really the one time we actually need you to talk you're not allowed to ironic <laughs> <laughs> just and then <laughs> there's one kind of throwaway you can't really hear it <laughs> when when they land that ship that they take from the desert planet on I think the Star Destroyer the, and Poe and yeah. Finn are like, which way is it? I don't know. This way, like follow me or whatever. And they're trying to get there or whatever. And then a bunch of uh, stormtroopers come in and try to get, they try to like get C-3PO and R2-D2. And C-3PO is like, and one of the stormtroopers goes, that's not even a language. 
I was like, what is Steve Dimeo just making shit up to try to just confuse them? That's hilarious. Schwagabagabagabaga. That's not even a language. It was so good. Oh, that no, was so good. I'm so good. Oh, and then the uh like there was some reference, I think R2D2 says to C3PO, and C3PO is like I'm sorry, I don't know you well, but I'm apparently one of your best friends. Or, like, they basically call each other best friends. Like, wait, you're one of my like, best friends? Yeah, exactly. And then, the, oh my god, and another he, fun no, one? And he's like, no, I will not let you stick something in my head. I will absolutely not let you... <laughs> <laughs> cuts. Aren't you need you just be like, come here, idiot. Just <laughs> yep. So let me good. boot you back up. That got a big laugh in the theater both times. He, oh, he was man, good. He was so good. He was good. Um... The uh, the the sand speeder chase through the canyons was s- such a good action sequence. Yeah, with this with the flying, they fly now, they fly now. <laughs> they, it was so good. See, they, they fly now. And Finn's like, they fly now, Poe. They fly now. <laughs> like they all said it a different way. <laughs> so good. And then like there's so many cool badass like Fast and the Furious type takedowns of those guys. Like yeah. the BB-8 just poking at the <laughs> cylinder until it explodes. Then a guy like flies off. Ray like drifts to the side and shoots it a bunch of time with her pistol. Yeah. Awesome. It was pretty cool. So cool. And then like the one with the rope. And then he just goes, Poe! <laughs> and he like breaks on the side and flows into the thing. That's great. It's awesome. I, I, You know what? Going back to was just a small thing about Driver. Uh, when he... When Ray and him are in the hangar mm-hmm. and the Falcon's like about to come up and be like, yeah. Ray, let's go, let's go, get out of there. The way Kylo talks to her mm-hmm. is so genuine. Yep. Like it's not, like I'm I'm almost rooting for Ray to be like, just join him. You two can do it. You two can do it. Fucking do it. Do it. You can save he the loves galaxy. You so much, obviously. <laughs> just do it. You guys can save the galaxy. Just do it. Just do it. And he's like, come on, we can do it. We can take down the Emperor. We can we can rule together and we will we can we can we can end war. We can save the galaxy together. Yeah. Like the way he, he sells it is so gen. It's almost like the Thanos cell of just, okay. Okay. I, I'm <laughs> I see listening. What you're saying. I'm listening <laughs> like this. You're making really good points. Like I like the sales pitch. There's a, uh, there's a meme from some show. I think it's Brooklyn nine, nine where the line is <laughs> cool motive. Still murder. <laughs> <laughs> Which true. is very true of Thanos and Kylo. True. But still, do you know what I mean? Like, you get, do you get that feeling when you yeah. hear him talk to Ray? It's just this. Absolutely. And he was like, uh, he's always like pleading with her. Yep. And he was like, you could have killed me, but you didn't. And like all these things. And like, you could t- like, and she was like, I would have taken your hand. And like, there's so I many lines. To. Like, I yeah, wanted to. I take wanted your hand. to. Ben's hand. And like yeah. stuff like that. Like, it was so like a very formal way to tell a love story. <laughs> Like, but here, here's my question. Do you think this, uh, it was a love story? Because that kiss was almost unexpected to me. It was unexpected. The way they looked at each other, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to kiss, aren't they? And I think kissed, it was but... more genuine than a love story. I think it was... Uh, what do you mean? These two were linked by the Force, and she saved him. And by thanking her, he saved her literal life. Like, it was... It was love and, like, the purest, like, not familial love, but, like, just raw love. Not, like, not, like, love movie love, but, like. I know what you mean. The way you love your dog. <laughs> like, that kind of love. I, no, of I know just what you mean. Like, yeah. 
Like the way you love a best friend that you haven't seen in a while. Yep. And it's yeah. like, I'd do anything for you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that but in, in this case, they actually did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ray and Kylo, Ray and Ben actually did do yep. whatever they could for each other. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh, speaking it was cool. of Ray and Ben, how badass was Evil Ray for the eh. split second? I mean, I saw her in the trailer... Oh, right. See, I don't watch trailers. They, yeah, so for the me, the trailer was, ruined that for me. It was the dual blade that went and to the, double-sided. <laughs> just, yep. And that was, that, they did a really cool move. So in the trailer, all they showed was just her standing there with a double-bladed lightsaber, and then she, like, jackknifes it out. And people are like, what <laughs> is that going to be? Uh, oh, and then it's, yeah. you basically get four more seconds of it in the actual movie. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Um, like, I thought she was going to turn to the dark side and then have to be, like... I, I thought ben it would have been, to save her. That's and, uh, really what I thought was going to happen. That would be bad. Like she does become dark side and r- it's right after Ben becomes light side and Ben has to say, oh, that oh, would have been, so, been cool. so epic. Such a change. Which. So, yeah, I think she was cool. They also did a really cool move with that, like weird jackknife lightsaber where they're like fight, 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 fight. And then they like kind of lock lightsabers and evil Ray like closes the blade on yeah. her and kind of like grabs it like chopsticks. Yeah. And then, like, knocks her back and stuff like that. That was really cool. Yeah. But I think segue from it would be cool if Ray went to the dark side and Ben has to save her. The one thing that I think would make the ending way more satisfying for me was <clears throat> there was that, that line at the end that was really cheesy after Ray said her part where uh, Palpatine was like, I have all of, I am all of the Sith. And then Ray says, and I I'm Iron Man, basically, is what she says. <laughs> but she says, I am all the Jedi, and then I have two lightsabers now. That's how I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Thanks, too. Yeah, whatever. Um, it worked. It was campy, fun Star Wars adventure movie. That's how you win. And then she dies. And for the first time for me, I feel like the Sith are done. Like, the whole idea of the Sith is there are always two, and a master and an apprentice, and the apprentice kills the master... And the Sith gets passed on through that, like, constant murderous cycle. And that's why he wanted her to murder him. That's why he wanted her to murder him so bad. Yes. To pass on the Sith. Like, imagine how powerful she would be. Yes. With all the Sith and, like, his essence living within her. Yes. Um, that's what he wanted. But since she did that and refused to kill him and he killed himself, done. Like, the cycle is broken. The Sith are gone. And I think there was something to... Basically, she, she was the last Jedi. It was basically Leia and her. And Leia's gone. Kylo, I don't think, was ever officially a Jedi. Um, no, he was never a Jedi Knight. Uh, and she dies. And I think she should have stayed dead. Because then no more Sith, no more Jedi. This um, this story, this saga, saga is, is done. Like, that's Ooh, what it is. That True balance. That would have ended it really well. Especially after episode eight, where Luke yes. was preaching and Kylo is preaching. It's time for it all to end. The Sith, the Jedi, all of it. Imagine if the next movie that happens, but like by accident, it's what Luke wanted. It's what Kylo wanted. Ooh, and then it happens. That's a good idea. And then the only person who's left at the end of it is newly redeemed Ben Solo. Mm. Ah. That would have been my perfect that, ending to that movie. They should have done that, but that would have pissed off a lot. Of Don't people. care. That would have pissed off. The movie so was called The Rise people. of Skywalker. He was essentially the Ben was more of a Skywalker than Ray was. Although I think in a more like that's a nice that nature a, versus nurture. I really like your idea on that. I think mm-hmm. it's a really good idea. My question to you is: 
what did you think of the ending of her saying Ray Skywalker? I so like in a nature versus nurture way, I kind of liked it. Uh, like, uh, it's not who your family is. It's like who raised you. And yeah. I think Luke and Leia were more parents to her than anyone ever was. Right. She was raised as an orphan on Jakku. Yeah. And I thought in that sense, it was very cool. And like, yeah, I, that, that part was very cool to me. It was whatever. It was cheesy the way it was delivered. My name's Ray. What's your last name? 45 seconds later of looking over into the desert. Oh, I have an idea. Um, <clears throat> Skywalker. <laughs> And it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Did you set, did you see that she took the staff handle and, and she used that? That as was the cool. Base for... Yeah, she repur- she was a junker at yep. heart still, and she yep. repurposed her into a yellow lightsaber. I thought it was gold. Yeah, it was like, I mean, glowing yellow, gold. Yellow gold, gold. yeah, it's, it's cool. That was cool. Like, cool. Um, cool. And I think that kind of implies that she's not like a Jedi. Well, here's the thing. So, like, like Jedi and Sith are religions they're basically religions of the force the force yeah. though is a and is, is like this it's a uh it's an entity in flux like yeah you can use the force and be a fighter pilot yep but not be a jedi yep it's just the teachings and applications of that force the training and the, the training like like if we're going to talk about jedi she never was a jedi jedi are only trained at childbirth yeah. Jedi need to be it, like also by this stature, like Luke is an exception because he was trained by, you know, like the Jedi of, <laughs> f- fucking Yoda. Like, yeah. I don't know when, when people kind of, I feel like people put a lot of emphasis on being a Jedi and that means you use the force and you use the light side of the force. It's like, yep. no, it just, it just means you, Oh, by the way, you pick up that they used all like the major Jedi voices when they were like, like i heard sam jackson i heard like everyone everyone like everyone from the prequels and star wars rebels and yep. the clone wars yeah like all of them. that was rad that was fucking they have badass. their own section in the credits it was called the voices of jedi past yeah fucking it was badass. awesome um i i don't want to confine people to that because it confines it in a way of kind of like politically like yeah. oh, are you conservative or are you a liberal it's like well you know you can if you're in that camp, yeah, you have to toe the party lines in that yeah. camp. You're conservative. Oh, uh, climate change is fake. Cool. That's a that's a line you toe. Like, like <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. gay marriage is it shouldn't be legal. Yeah, that's a line you toe. Like, and on the liberal side, it's like, you know, there should be, you know, we should tax the billionaires more money. Like, that's a line you toe. Or yeah. like, oh, there should be free healthcare, and like that's a line you toe. Th- there's that's the same thing with the light and dark. Yeah. But I don't think just because Ray has a blue lightsaber, which was Luke's and is not an evil person doesn't because she already broke the tenets of being a Jedi. Yeah. She uses anger. And so and like, passion. just to throw this in, Kylo is not a Sith. He was not Sith at all. Like he wanted to be. I mean, yeah. I mean, up until this movie, definitely. He did not give a shit about the Sith. He went to Palpatine to kill him. To get him the fuck out of his way. Well, that is what happens in the Sith side. No, the that's kills true. The master, right? Yeah, like that is kind of how that works, though. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Mm-hmm. So not only did Ray save Kylo from being a giant galactic dickhead, but from accidentally becoming the new Sith. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that's all just a teaching. You could have, we could have had your ending when everybody was dead. No more, no more Jedi. No more Sith. And guess what? Somebody could pick up the force in 20 years yeah. and start saying, well, I'm going to do this for the side of good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my force powers to heal and to save and do this stuff. And they're going to align themselves. That. 
but they would that's aligning themselves to the side of the light that doesn't mean they're jedi exactly yeah no that's no, no. what i mean so that's, it's like and that's what i want to see going forward i still want to see the force but i want to see like gray force users i want to see like yeah I just want to see something like new. Baby Yoda is a great force user. Yeah. Baby Yoda is fucking killing innocent animals. He like, uses like, the force and then force choking people. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Like, like she's a friend. She's yeah. a friend. He's like, Meh. just <laughs> stops. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, but he's a, that's a great force user. That's yeah. somebody who just uses this essence that they have Yep. for whatever moment they're in. They're not uh, living it by like a boundary. Do you know what I mean? They're not living by confines of, of set of rules. And that's why I think Jedi and Sith are, are the, how they live their lives and like the tenets of what those principles are for both sides. Yeah. I feel like it's very specific to that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so, yeah. So when she says like, oh, like, and I have all the Jedi in me, I thought it was a cool line. But I was also like, but you don't have to say that. Yeah. You don't have to say you have the Jedi because mm-hmm. you don't need to have the Jedi. You can in this instance. Yep. But I don't think you need to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. It, it is, right? Like, it's it's a weird paradigm because the story of Star Wars is based around Jedi and Sith. Yep, exactly. It's based around good versus evil. So far. But, like, in, in the movies. There's the movies. so many things that happen in this world that expand it so much in so many interesting ways. Yeah. I really want to see that kind of stuff next. Like Babu Frick. Oh my god, so good! <laughs> like Babu Frick, loved him. Like every line he said, I laughed. And like the one where <laughs> he he's working on C three PO, and then it works, and he has the red eyes, and he's like, "The Sith Rebels, it is over here." And Babu Frick goes, "Hey, <laughs> like, I did it!" <laughs> so good. <laughs> He doesn't really say words, though. No, it's like, like this weird, like, old Italian lady. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he says one thing and goes, Me namo babu freak. <laughs> but the, hey! And then when he comes in with Zori Bliss, he's like, who is that? And he's like, oh, I don't know, just some blah, blah. Like, she says something, and then he pops up, hey! <laughs> like, he's like a party animal. I love him. I want to keep him around. I knew, pe- I, when I saw him, I knew people would be liking him. Yep. But I didn't know the level of just like it's now like a meme war of Babu, Babu Freak, Freak versus Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> I didn't expect that out of Babu Freak. Yeah, um, I wonder who voiced him. I didn't look that up. There are a lot of cameos in this one. Yes, uh, Dio, the new little droid, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, kind of useless at the end of the movie. Like, didn't really. I don't remember what he did in the movie. Somebody made a good point though. They said they used him to show. Um, like how you respect people's boundaries because mm. the amount of time he goes no, oh, thank no thank you, you. yep and he backs up and no, everybody no, just no, goes no, oh, thank okay you. okay and everybody just respects him for and that because he was abused that's what i'm like saying. so a lot of people are actually saying that like this is a really nice like yeah thing to see how he represented consent yes that's what yeah. it is like oh look how they're showing it that's a really nice way He's like, squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel. <laughs> I, 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 ha- I have a squeaky wheel. Uh, <laughs> voiced by J.J. Abrams. Really? Yep. Like, and like you could hear it if you go back and listen to it. It's definitely like pitched up and like uh, vocoderized or whatever a little bit. Yeah. But it's it's definitely what that is. Um, I was surprised to see what's his name, Dominic uh, Monaghan. Yeah, and like a weirdly him. small role yeah. for Dominic Monaghan. I was just thinking that's random, but okay. Yeah. It's like if you saw Martin Sheen come on screen, you'd be like, what? <laughs> Why is Martin Sheen in this? Exactly. Um, yeah, that was cool seeing him. Um, 
There are so many more things. I didn't know this, but in episode seven, uh, have you seen Parks and Rec? No. Um, for those who have, BB-8 was voiced by, I forget the actor's name, but Jean Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Um, just like some dude. Uh, he all, He's also voicing Sonic in the new Sonic movie. So apparently really? he's like a voice actor now. Okay. Uh, which is very, uh, Ben Schwartz is his name. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was weird. Um, but yeah, the Jedi at the end, that got me. I so badly, this whole movie, I had like, a very short wish list, and one of them was I want to see more Force Ghosts, and I want to see Hayden Christensen get to. I wanted to see a Hayden Christensen Force Ghost so bad because of how much hate he's gotten. But he really like if you go but back and watch episode two and three, it's not him; it's the writing. It's the not only it's not the right, it's the directing. Yeah, you could tell somebody I said telling him like, "Be angrier." It's like we're in a field. <laughs> like, Be more upset about sand. I. Okay. Okay. I hate sound. Like, like, that's it. Hayden, that's the passion we need. Show that you're losing control and you're becoming super passionate. Oh, actually, it's pronounced Gungans. <laughs> but, uh... That's what I'm saying, though. It's just like, you could tell they were telling him to do this stupid acting thing. Yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, you have Natalie Portman killing it. Yep. Because she's Natalie fucking Knocking Portman. out of the park. She's just like, oh, I need to play and convey this emotion. 100%. Like, Got the it. scene when she goes like, like, Annie, I'm pregnant. Like, and he's just like, that's wonderful. That's w- <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. Like, Natalie Portman has this like amazing portrayal of like this nervous and concerned, but excited and happy, like, like person. And then Hayden's just like, you could tell that they were like, don't forget, you have to be restrained in your emotion because you're a Jedi, but you're happy. And that's, that's passion. And don't forget that at least the dark side, you try to convey that too. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> exactly. That's what we want. That's All right. Cool. All right. Cool. It's like what? Yeah. What? Yeah. He wasn't human. And I've enough. seen other movies with Hayden Christensen. He can't act. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Jumper was good. Like he was good. Jumper, in Jumper was. I Jumper say. was really good for. It was fun. For what he came out of. Like, yeah. That was nice. And then there was that like crime drama movie that he was in. Yeah, but then but then you you see him in Star Wars, and it's so obvious that they tried so hard to be to to portray him a certain way, and it's yeah. just. I bet you if you just let Hayden Christensen act, yep, he would have been fine. I just, I just, literally, I just wanted to see him standing there doing that smiling nod that he did when they edited him into Episode Six. During like, imagine the- if they had him like come back as a as like Luke style Force Ghost, just yeah. come back. Someone, so to I was. Kylo. I had this conversation. Oh, dude! If he came back and he was just because like, he ben. always wanted to be the Vader, and yeah. Anakin was like, "You piece of shit! Did you yeah. not watch Episode 6? And Anakin <laughs> comes back and he goes, "Ben, and he's, yeah, what?" And he's like, he sees he's and he sees Anakin as like in Jedi clothing or like in just the yep, the, like just the his, drapes. Yep, exactly. Just fucking. Oh. Oh man, that, that would have been, been a beautiful. crazy scene. That oh my god! That now I'm be... upset that that's not what we got, <laughs> but what we got was still so good. Oh, uh, so man. I was talking about how I wanted to see Force Ghosts, and someone was like, "Imagine how much cooler it would have been instead of if you got all those voices for all those people. If it was like a full-on Harry Potter in the graveyard scene, where just all, all the, the Force Ghosts standing beside yeah. behind Ray as she's doing that, that yeah. would have had so much more impact. But I understand that, like, that's like." Two million dollars to pay all those yeah, people to, to all those come people just come stand in. there in a robe. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, in uh, in Babu Frick's like bar that he was in the back of, the bartender was John Williams. So that was cool. seriously. Yeah, that was his only cameo I think in the whole saga. 
Um, so that was cool. Yo, fuck these guys. These guys are already like in the credits forever for the rest of their lives. Like, do you really do you really need to be on no, screen? I think it's just too? a nod. Um, Wedge Antilles. Uh, he the, was in it. He was in it uh, during the. Um, Not as Wedge. As Wedge Antilles. Uh, he says, good flying, Lando. <laughs> like, that was his only line of the thing. But it was so good. Like, I saw it, and me and my dad at the both time went like this to tap each other. We're like, there's Wedge. <laughs> it's like the scene when all the ships yeah. come in at the end. What did you What did you think of Lando? He's great. Dude, I was so happy when he showed up. Yep. I, he I was, was just so cheery all the time. He's Lando. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. When he pulls it off, and I was like, that's <gasps> Lando. God, I and really then, need to stop watching trailers. And then they did, and then yeah, and then um, and I was like, oh, are they gonna mention that he was a general too with Han? And then they said it. They said, "What? You were the general? You were a general?" And he's like, "Yes, I was." Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I was there fighting. I know. Like, so you? Oh my God, you had that like face reveal moment. Yeah, we didn't because we all knew he was in it, and then we saw in the trailer there's the scene where he's flying the Falcon with Chewie, and he's like, ha, 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 and he's just like flying in. Um. Uh, you, that was all you got to experience that in the theater that's rad fuck <laughs> yes um dude that's yeah and the fact that he's flying it with chewy i was like yeah because yep. he owned it it was yep. his first like yep. <laughs> oh my god um that was so badass and then uh the visuals the visuals of the star destroyer fleet oh my god with like just lightning happening that whole planet is just lightning all the time <laughs> That was such an intense scene. Yeah. And there were so many of them. Yeah. In the comic book, they actually surround the planet as rings. <laughs> yeah. So it's like ringed. Oh, my it's God. Like, oh, it's like a Encased. Ribbed, it's, it's like, like a ribbed the, planet. It's like the Morty thing. All it's, the Mortys pinned to the dome. It's basically that. But yeah, it's Star exactly. in the comic book. And you see like... And it's that. It's like lightning and dark. And you see all the Star Destroyers. And you see what... And the cover, I believe, it's just one X-Wing because it's Luke. Oh, my he's God. He's driving towards... <laughs> and he's flying towards it. Oh, Which is shit. basically Ray in this one. In Luke's X-Wing. Yeah. Dude, when he pulls out his old, his old X-Wing... Yep. I was geeking out. That was so such a throwback out. to five. Yeah. When he tried to and he couldn't. And then Yoda did. Yeah. And then he's like, whoop, out of the ocean, baby. Yeah. And I remember just looking at it and I was like, that's like the... I forget the exact version. I was like, that's like the Mark 11. The, oh, shit. That's like the old school from yep. the, like, the early Republic It's like days. all rinky-dinky. And then yeah. she's wearing the helmet, which yeah. is a throwback to episode seven yep. when she wears a crashed X-Wing helmet yep. in the desert. Yep. And she's wearing his helmet with the yellow tint. Like, yep. Or like the red. I forget <laughs> if it's the red or yellow tint. But like, yep. oh, my God. It was. And they refer to it as Red 5. Yep. <laughs> They're like, what is that? That tracking zone. That's Red Five. And Poe's like, that's Luke's lights. That's uh, that's Luke Skywalker's X-wing. Yeah, it's Ray. Yeah, that's fucking badass. It was because so cool. I still have the book. The book goes into the uh, details of stuff like the X-wings and how the X-wings are a contracted uh, vehicle. Mm. So they're not made by like one corporation and then like here's your X-Wings. Yeah. It's a contract the Republic would have with corporations to build mm. for them. So there's different versions of them over the years. Oh, cool. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. if you look, the nose is really pronounced on that X-Wing versus the newer X-Wings. They're yep. really slim. And on that old one, the each wing had a barrel, but on Poe's X-Wing, each wing had like half a barrel. So that when it was closed, it made like one full yep. barrel. That's cool. Yeah. So or there's like turbine, I should say. Yeah. There's different, uh, there's different versions. That's and really cool. I thought it was really cool that they were like, we still have the X-Wing in storage, right? Like Lucasfilm. Do you guys have it on the ranch? It's like, yeah, we have it. It's like, yeah, can we we need it for like a day. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure. Yeah, that was cool. Fuck, that's so cool. That's so fucking cool. And that, so speaking of like that scene with Force Ghost Luke, 
um when he catches you, his saber yeah so that was a direct like fuck you ryan johnson because jj abrams set up the super dramatic ending of seven when she's presenting the lightsaber for like 45 and seconds with that, and he just tosses it over his shoulder and then his actual line is he catches it and goes a jedi's weapon deserves more respect <laughs> and it's like ooh, that's a fuck you ryan johnson <laughs> it does it does well it's because in um one two three in the prequels they talk about how uh, I think Obi Wan says it. He goes, yeah. "A Jedi never leaves his lightsaber." Yeah, exactly. Like this yes, is master. This is yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. yes, master. I'm sorry, master. Plokanukatawa, <laughs> master. <laughs> and he goes, "This is your life force. Don't forget. Like this is this is your saving grace. Like don't forget about this thing. Yep. This thing will save you." Yeah, exactly. It's like yes, master. I forgot. Sorry. Yep. That yeah, that was awesome. Oh. Um, how'd you like the whole like? Uh, uh, Coliseum of like Sith ghosts. Is that what that was? I thought those were just like clones. No, I think those are the because it was a hallucination. That room they're in was not that big. Um, it was like a that was basically like a force projection. Because, no, because when, when, when the building collapses, oh, that's true. It lands and kills a bunch of them. Yeah, I think it was just like the physical representation of Sith from the past. Like Darth Bane was probably in there. Plagueis yeah. was in there. What, what did I think of? What did I think of it? Yeah, I thought I thought that was cool. I thought they portrayed evil so well, like, pure evil, so theatrically well yep. compared to because evil in in uh in Return of the Jedi, evil was done really well because it was quiet. Yeah, like Luke walks out and it's just quiet as he walks up. You hear his boots and Palpatine just turns and he goes good. Yeah, like. I also loved when she uh, when she puts her lightsaber over the head. One of my favorite lines from uh, episode three came out. Yes, do it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like it's, it was good. It was yep. really good. I, I liked how it, I thought it was a little over the top at first with the lightning. But, did, uh, did you like how there was a seizure warning at the beginning of the film? Yeah, <laughs> because of all the lightning and strobe lights. Yeah, but I thought it was uh, I thought it was really cool. Again, I loved yeah. I loved how they portrayed him. It's pure evil. Pure like a corpse. Like pure evil inhuman, corpse. a corpse like a demon. Filled, <laughs> like a demon. Yeah, he was like a, he was like something from Diablo. Yeah, it was it was so rad. It was really cool because yeah. it was almost like the demented side of the evil compared to in Return of the Jedi. You just saw him as like this cold, calculated like mastermind kind. Yes. Of. Where now he's just like, yeah, just literally pure evil yeah. in a husk of a human body. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, really good. I thought that was done. Like and I, his uh, his lightning. Oh, his power lightning. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> mega lightning. I don't know what you call that. Well, that's what I mean. Like that's why it takes two lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the because it showed because it showed a close up of the one buckling. The like, lightsaber. Did you hear it? It was like oh. popping and sizzling. It was just like it was like you could hear it like kind That's of heating up. There are so and many her hands shaking with it with the one, and then she gets the two. Yep, and then she's able to like start going forward. There are so many cool little like little details that I loved, like when uh, Kylo and Ray were having their fight outside on the Death Star, and like they do the force push on the lightsaber you could see like the light streaming off like they're pushing some of the light off the saber yeah <laughs> and then they each do it so you could see what it looks like on kylo's and then on ray's um yeah the sound when his lightning goes up like i love that it like it sounded different than lightning yeah. like lightning is like but he's like <laughs> and i was like that's mega lightning yeah <laughs> 
Landing like, on steroids. Each Star Wars movie has its <clears throat> incredibly impressive sound. Where in Episode Eight, it was the Holdo maneuver, where it's just no sound, and then <laughs> after, and then like Episode Two had the seismic blasts when uh, Jango Fett was chasing uh, Obi Wan through the asteroid field. Yeah, it was like the dubstep bomb. Yeah, um, the, it, there's a lot. Yeah, what did you think of uh, General Hux? Uh, it was funny. About, did you care about that arc at all or no? I mean, eh, no. Like, I the fact that there was a spy and, ooh, who's the spy? I bet it's, it's this guy. But I feel like it might be Hux because they're kind of throwing it out. Oh, it's Hux. But, and like, there's this fine line of the best movie twist is when you get it right before it happens. Because you get that, like, they give you just enough of a clue. I didn't think like, of it until he said... I would like to do the shooting myself. Exactly. And that's when I went, wait But a then there's minute. a solid like 15 seconds of them like bickering while they're waiting to be shot. And yeah. then he makes the shot. And he, so you figure it out just too soon yeah. for it to really hit. But then he hits you with a line. It was like a comedic moment. He goes, I'm the spy. <laughs> like he doesn't know how to be a good spy. He just shouts it out. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then he's just like killed off immediately. But he like. He helps them off the ship and whatever, so he like played his purpose. And I also like the shoot me in the arm, shoots him in the leg, <laughs> which I don't really know why, but I love it. Yeah, I, I um, when he got when he was killed, I was I was thinking that was quick. Yep. All right, but it makes sense, and it also like makes uh, General Pride like that much more evil. Just like yes, just bam, pow, we found the spy. Tell the emperor we have located the spy. Yep, and exactly. dispose of him. Uh, I also like how he was. He was working for the First Order, but was secretly still working for the Emperor. Like, even he, like, backstabbed Kylo Ren. Like, he was taking orders from the Emperor when Kylo wanted to kill the Emperor. Who's Hux? Uh, General Pride. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has that scene where he's talking to his uh, projection, his hologram or whatever. Yeah. That was cool. He was probably working for him the whole time. Yeah. Some people complained that it's like, how the fuck did they build a million... That is also uh, spoken about with the uh, directive, with the empire, with the emperor's directive at the end, when he tells all the people to, um, he tells all, he tells the generals, he tells all the high-ranking officials, bomb, like, suicide Jakku, kill all Republic forces as much as you can, mm-hmm. high-ranking officials retreat to this area of space, mm-hmm. I've been secretly already rebuilding a navy over mm. time. When When is this? This is right after Return of the Jedi. This is like a book or something? Yeah, this is like, um, it, you can look up like Battle of Jakku and you should yeah. be able to see it. Interesting. They talk about like heroes of the Battle of Jakku, big moments in the battle, like when the rebels were able to take the upper hand, how mm-hmm. this was the Empire's last, the Galactic Empire's last stand, mm. the final order and then, uh, that was given to suicide and how they escaped. Star Wars Battlefront 2, the video game, which is canon, according to yeah. Disney, talks about like the Emperor's, what's it called? The directive there's another word the directive the order it's like the fallback plan uh contingency contingency like that whole story is about the contingency yeah and it's basically uh we're going off to try to rebuild the emperor uh, the The empire Empire. way off in the middle of nowhere outer space yeah i believe the actual details like you should really wiki because it's just a really cool read yeah like star wars just look up star wars wiki battle of jakku yep um i believe the emperor was at the time he sent because the emperor had his own remember i was talking about that sith that was able to force project yeah he was a part of a special like uh group to the emperor Mm -hmm. and the emperor sent them out to do things and one of the things was to 
gather resources and allies to rebuild an army a navy and um a military force mm-hmm. as a contingency plan yep and then when this happened he said hey kick that into start up because like initiate all the stuff that we had planned because this is happening and that's when they retreated and they were building it up over time yeah um yeah i have yeah. heard some people complaining about like who built all of those but like he had a huge following still just in secret in the middle of nowhere you didn't know about him yeah, no, like, he that's all, the answer. He had a, he had the very least one planet. Yeah, like exactly. Um, and he um, had years upon years in in uh, because I think also the timeline, he starts having that built, like right when the the new uh, the uh, uh, first the, order. No, the rebellion starts. Uh, okay, when the rebellion starts, that's when he starts doing that. Well, like episode four, Rogue One. Yeah. Oh, okay. He starts. He sends the order to start building a backup, like just in case. Just in case, because he feels he he knows it's uh, Luke. Okay. He knows it's Luke Skywalker. That's pretty he goes, cool. Uh, I don't know, but if I go off the prophecy of of the Force, there's always a balance. Yeah. So just to be safe, start making me clones. Start like a new <laughs> navy. Put yep. everything in the outer unknown regions in secret, and yeah. uh, start trying to find allies to help us. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. Um, couple last things because this is a big boy episode. I think big boy episode. Um, the the line the Finn the when they're about to die in the fields. I always wanted to like, tell you, Ray. I always wanted to tell you, and then they disappear and it never comes up again. Did you hear about what that was supposed to be? No. Um, it was confirmed by J.J. Abrams in some panel after a movie showing somewhere that he was gonna tell her that he was force sensitive. Um, because it was heavily implied in this movie like he knew which ship the new signal is coming from he knew that ray died he knew blah 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 there was that line when he's talking to the girl where he's like i didn't used to believe back then but now i do because like he can feel it and yeah. like which i think that's another cool thing of like anybody can be, use the force like there's it's not just jedi and sith it's not just that's what skywalkers I mean. yeah. and palpatine yeah. it's they're all over the place. They're, and like you just see that boy at the end of episode eight grab the broom and yeah, no, like the Finn. force but the force has always been around. Yeah. Like again, it's it's with everything. That's yeah. always been the message. Um I mean, I thought that also I I thought I figured he was because again, according to lore, mm-hmm. uh only force sensitive people can use a lightsaber. You mm. cannot wield a lightsaber in battle because you can't control it. That's why there's a whole thing where you're supposed to have your own lightsaber and it is yours because it speaks to you. Interesting. Han uses one in episode five to cut open a Tauntaun. Mm-hmm. And that's really it besides Finn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Han force sensitive? Mm-hmm. When? Uh, if you follow the novels, yes. Oh, okay. He's not like really heavily, but there's a reason why he's always been such a good pilot. That's uh, all I'm going to say. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yes. And then I, I believe that he has to... Him and Leia have to rescue Luke on a mission, and Han like is it? He picks up a lightsaber and he actually uses it. And he's like, "Holy shit! I know I can use this. I thought I could never use this." Ooh. Like, yeah, that's really interesting. That that's why he's a good pilot because Qui Gon Jinn says the to Shmi in Episode One, like he has certain abilities. He can see things before they happen. That's yeah. why he's such a good pod racer. Yeah, stuff like that. That's yeah. cool. Um, so in the novels. It's and they talk about how Han is slightly force sensitive mm-hmm. because that's why he's always he's always been just lucky, right? Yeah, it's a dice. Yeah, right? oh, yep. oh yeah. Ooh, that's so interesting. Oh, it's a dice. Oh, he's such a great pilot, right? Cool. He's so intuitive with the Falcon, and he's able to always make it just 
do what he needs to just to just in the nick of time right now yep, it's exactly if you follow the novels it's because he's That's... actually more sensitive it's why his three kids with layers are strong Besides the fact that it's because they're like Skywalker that. kids. And That's now my head cannon. <laughs> um, Dude, you can go down the rabbit hole in this on Star Wars Wiki. You start looking at Palpatine. You see Battle Jakku. You click Battle Jakku. You see <laughs> no, the big I'm order. Sure. You click, that, that's what I've done for like multiple times. One more thing that okay. I think would have been so cool if they showed it in the movie. Just a little thing that could, they could have made one scene longer. The very first shot, like the coming down from the title crawl, and you see that red planet that kylo is on like just murdering people to get the uh the wayfinder that was mustafar really yeah jj abrams confirmed that that was mustafar which that makes sense that that's where one of them would be hidden but why why are there trees i don't know it's like often another part of the planet i guess actually that makes sense but it was like all covered in ash as you say there'd be no oxygen if there were no trees yeah if we're gonna play by science yeah earth science rules but um maybe there's like a giant worm that like shits out oxygen or something that we just don't know <laughs> and it feeds on carbon dioxide from the lava and that's how they're yep exactly you go. got it yeah. <laughs> but uh how cool would it have been to see kylo run into anakin going no well not running into anakin but like going into vader's castle on mustafar to try to find the wayfinder and then chasing those people into the woods where we just saw him butchering butchering people in the woods which was cool it was badass but um, just Kylo in Darth Vader's old house would have been so cool. Or even think, just an establishing shot that this is Mustafar. Yeah, I think we can agree that this was a really well done mm-hmm. um, chapter. Send off. Send off. Yeah. But they had opportunities that they could have taken. Yep. And they didn't. Yeah, I think there are a couple things that they could have been like braver about where I very much feel like to kind of put my bow on it the the original idea with this trilogy was to have three very talented directors each tell their part of the story it's going to be jj sets it up ryan uh runs the ball a little bit and then someone brings us all home and it's going to be colin trevorrow i think oh right 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 um but he got fired because he was going to take it in the completely wrong direction according to disney so they brought jj back in apparently they offered it to ryan johnson first so Ryan Johnson was going to do eight and nine. And why did Ryan say no? Uh, he was like, I'm working on Knives Out and I already did it. And I already have my own trilogy coming up soon. I'm, I don't want to do too much Star Wars, um, which I think that would have been better because it felt very much like this trilogy had like two drivers on the wheel where if yes. it was going to be one, two, three directors, it could be like, OK, I have to deal with what you did that I got to deal with it. But I feel like J.J. kind of bookending it was J.J. made seven and he definitely had his idea of how he would have done eight and nine and he didn't get to do eight. I'm sure he wasn't pleased with how he did eight, and he saw the fan outrage over eight. So he kind of in the first 30 minutes of this one kind of did a short version of what he would have done for eight and then made his version of nine where he retracted a bunch of things that happened in eight because he didn't like it. So I kind of feel like that was the thing. Or if maybe like JJ was kind of like the the showrunner of this trilogy, like he was the executive producer or something like that. And then either he directed one or two, but he had influence. He wrote the script for eight, say, because he wrote the script and directed seven and nine and Ryan Johnson wrote the script and directed eight. Yeah. But apparently JJ wrote like he like finished the script for episode nine because Colin Trevorrow wrote most of it. And then DC's like, no, we don't like what you're doing, but we're going to keep this. 
Yeah. And we're going to have JJ chop it up. And also apparently Palpatine was a very last minute decision. That was like, they were almost done with the script and they're like, no Palpatine. We got to do Palpatine. Yeah. I like the fact that she was Palpatine's daughter. Yeah. Granddaughter. I thought that was cool. Granddaughter. Yeah. Um, But that was, I think Ryan Johnson really wanted her to be nobody and to show that a force user like this can come out of nowhere. Well, that's, that's literally the basis of so this is this is, goes back to my thing of like the resistance to the Skywalker and Palpatine thing it's like you do know that like this was all done by the force so if you want to stay in lore Anakin Skywalker as a child was conceived by the force he wasn't a Skywalker by destiny he yep. was chosen by the force yep and he was a slave boy yep so the concept of it could be anybody is already the theme of Star Wars. Exactly. Like that, that's already yeah. the theme. And it's, it's just already... another anybody. Yeah. It's I just, that was cool. Like that's how, that's how I feel. That's my reaction. It's like, yeah. That's already, that's already what it is. It's already that. But like, still, all that being said, such a good, fun movie. I've seen it twice and I actually have a date this, uh, this week to see it a third time. Uh, and uh, it was just so much fun. It was a great send off and I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed think, the trilogy as a whole. Yes. I think I'm very we're very lucky to be able to see Star Wars with Disney dollars in today's time. Yeah. And I think I had the oof, I don't know if I had more tears in this one or in episode 7 cuz Force Awakens was just like it's Star Wars and it's back. Yeah. So it, that was like a lot of tears. And but, now Star Wars has been back for 5 years and I still had an equal amount of tears, so I guess this one will push it up a little bit. Yeah. Um this one just felt like it ended like it closed the chapter on things for me well. It felt like it closed the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um but, but then here, there's also like but little here's the like thing. <laughs> but here's the thing, if we're going to stick to this lore there must always be balance in the force and you can't or no like yeah Ray already sided herself with the jedi yeah exactly that's the like the one thing where so I'm like, that means that this, ended follows, it all. this follows with the new trilogy that means there will be another sith that yeah. will rise and that would so weaken the impact of palpatine finally biting it which i think this the, him coming back kind of weakens episode six and then it also kind of weakened i don't know whatever it was great it was great great. okay (laughs) merry christmas merry christmas happy new year see you in 2020 see you in 2020 everybody yeah well we won't see you you will hear us you'll hear us in 2020 (laughs) exactly thank you for your gift i'm excited to build i'm so excited to drink yes water (laughs) water it's gonna be fantastic yes i do advise if you put hot liquid in there to wash it out that day because yep. it will re it shouldn't retain the taste okay but you don't like want a metally it. taste no like if you put oh. coffee in it and you have oh, water no this is going to be purely water perfect okay yeah. awesome everybody have a safe and happy new year bye 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 Okay, so full blast, full, full steam, blast, full blast, full, 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 full time ahead. Blast me, blast me with your steam, blast me boy. with your hot goo. I'm bringing back the hot goo stuff. Yeah, it never left. <laughs> hot goo will live in nuts forever. Uh, technically, I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Okay, I think we're ready. <laughs>